0: During this card, uh, your heavyweight champion John Jones was tweeting quite a bit. Um, I know you said that you guys hadn't really talked to him, and he wasn't really on social media. No, no, no. That that was totally blown out of proportion. <laughs> this is what you guys do. I say something, you blow it way out of proportion. I said, all the build up and all the lead up to that fight. You know what I mean? All this John Jones talk, John. Poof, and then he's just gone. You know, John just back into the thing. And then A came out. I don't know what A said, but it's like it turns into fucking drama. There's no drama here. I was just saying, the buildup was huge, everything else, and then poof, John was gone. You know what I mean? Back back home and, and everything else. But it's so fucking easy to create drama in this fucking sport, it's insane. I wonder why. <laughs> yeah, you got adults trying to beat the shit out of each other. I wonder, <coughs> wonder why it's so easy to create fucking drama between these guys.
1: Yeah, that and, you know, not having good communication with your fighters, having fighters having to find out through news media through the same way that all the fans find out find out about who they're fighting if they failed the drug test all the rest of this so then it's built you know in the structure that all the fighters have to pay attention to what dana white says and what's going on and try to figure it out and overthink for themselves it's like you created this environment why are you surprised you know well,
0: plus it's the media's job to read into the shit that you're saying when they ask you questions like exactly they got to make a story out of it and if you're not giving them shit but little sound bites and you know they got to make a story out of it
1: yeah no exactly so it's uh just makes you laugh you're just like
0: yeah <laughs> yeah no. I'm sure if you feed yeah.
1: everyone shit and keep them in the dark then when people start butting into each other and the rest of it I mean it's not a shocker that's no. all I'm saying <laughs>
0: Ready? Let's go. Knuckle
1: up. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Welcome to Scrapcast. Oh, yeah. Let's do it, man. Knuckle up. Scrapcast, episode seven. Coming at you. your host, Ace, as always with me. Mr. Will. Mr. Will, how are we doing?
0: it It's got to be more than seven. No, no? 11. 11. There 11. we go. That sounds so much better. Yeah. Yep. Big one, one. All right.
1: Yeah, so Big show, a lot of stuff to talk about A lot of stuff to preview
0: Preview's going to be long on this one we got a little <laughs> bit of a gap before our next show So you guys are going to be getting quite a bit it's of info on a this going to be a couple
1: one. crazy weekends of yeah. fights So uh, let's start with the overview Round one The overview
0: um, Yeah, PFL running its season um, Episode PFL, two Yeah, PFL two was on the, you know The seventh and they did Men's heavyweight and Women's featherweight, I believe. Mm-hmm. And um, there was a couple of really good fights. I thought that Larissa Pacheco, Julia Bud fight was a really good fight. Right. I really enjoyed it. I know, you know, Larissa, she gets the decision, so she only gets three points. But um, but it was a good fight. It was a tough fight. Julia yes. Budd's a tough contender. Yes, yes. And um, that's one of those <laughs> interesting things about how PFL works because, like, you get a tough opponent that first week out, and you can't put them away. Then you get you still get the win, you still get your three points. Right. But if somebody else got a quick finish in the first round, then you're already behind the eight ball because they got six and you only got three. Right?
1: That's true. That's true. I know. I know. It's funny how the league, you know, structuring how it uh, it makes it a completely different. Even though it's watching fights, it's like you're you know you're not you know paying attention to who's going to fight who and all the rest of it because it's literally just like week by week, get the points, make it to the playoffs. Fighting the playoffs, win. That's right. when he gets more into that. You right. know, it's crazy. Um, yeah. Um, also on the card, um, I thought that the co-main event with Capilozza uh, getting the knockout. Yeah, was, he, did, he did a great was, job. Was nasty.
0: He did a great job. That was yeah. that was a slick right straight down the pipe, and it put him on his butt, dude. That yeah. Was, yeah.
1: Uh What did you think about Aspen Lad and her performance?
0: So I mean you you could have you could have argued that she deserved to win in that fight. Yeah. I I, I think. Um and Aldina, her opponent, close. didn't even make weight.
1: That's true. So That's even true. though she
0: technically gets the majority decision, she still only gets two points, she doesn't even get three, she only gets two because she didn't make weight. Oh, so she's way interesting. down there on, on the standings for sure. But but it probably still should have only been two points anyway because again that's a really tough fight to score and you could have argued that Aspen Aspen won that.
1: Yeah no exactly. Um, heavyweights as far as um, that section of the card, Maurice Green, uh, you know former UFC vet, uh, tough ten,
0: right? I believe
1: yeah um, yeah putting together getting a win TKO
0: in the second round. I mean he looked good. He did, he did, and a lot better than the last time I saw him. Although it's been a long time since I've seen him fight, but was that the dude that um, Roy Nelson beat on Tough? Or am I Probably. No, no, I That's think who so. It was, huh? Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, that dude got knocked out a couple of times. Yeah, see.
0: for sure. So. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, no, but it's good. Um, after all his time, seeing him get a win, seeing him uh, get those points, you know, yep. um, and uh, get into the next round. Definitely be interested in that. <clears throat> uh, Jorgen de Castro had was, a big name I know. Um, coming that, in. I really wanted to see how he was going to perform in this fight. Um, I hate to say it, but it looked like he uh, was uh, froze. You know, he just it kept being more stationary, wasn't getting aggressive, what didn't have much offense,
0: and was just losing rounds. I expected so. a lot more from Jorgen de Castro. I really did, and and yeah, I mean, you think that was a a sports psychology thing or like?
1: Uh, I mean, I don't. I don't know. I mean, could be. I mean, who who knows? Maybe he was seeing something that he was paying attention for. That, yeah, I, I would know. I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I couldn't figure out what was going on too. And especially as it got into third round, I was like, all right, here we go. Now right. it's going to start getting. And it didn't. And I'm like, what the fuck just happened?
0: Waiting for an opening that never came.
1: So yeah, um, interesting. Um, but yeah, overall, pretty strong card. Uh, I'm interested to see like I said, the second round of some of these. And uh, what's really interesting is, like, even though, you know, like in that Aspen Lad fighter and a lot of them, you can get a loss. If the, you come back the next week and get a first-round stoppage yeah. and six points over and your yeah. next opponent doesn't even win, like, yeah. it doesn't even matter, you know? Like, no. the whole point system is, like, it doesn't matter about who got 1-1 and, you know, right. if you did 1-1 or if you got 1-0 or whatever, it's like – yeah,
0: but so. it's that extra motivation, especially when your next week comes around to be like, okay, well, I know exactly where I'm at in the standings. This is what I got to do to move up. And yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So there's something good that we're going to talk about for PFL today. Um, yeah. And then anything else you want to talk about with the card?
0: Um, Not not for two. I yeah. Mean,
1: but three. Um, for three. You know, from just this last weekend um, on the 14th. Really good card. Yeah. Um, let, let me let me let me uh, walk that back. Maybe not really good card. There were some interesting fights on the card, and the card as a, as itself, I think was a big failure.
0: So, overall, I enjoyed the fights I saw on three better than the ones I saw on two. Okay. Having said that, <laughs> there are some things that PFL should probably work on. <laughs> um, I, I know you've got a huge pet peeve. We got to get to My, mine. I got was, a list of mile but, long. waiting. no, just no, wait. I'm no, just wait. no <laughs> for sure. But mine was just all the dead, the dead space, all the dead no. air in between fights. Like, like, where's your sponsors? Where's like, like, give us something. Have what's oh, your no. color commentary? Yeah. Like, oh
1: no, you were hearing the sponsors. The the people in the arena were having to listen to ads in between the fights. Here here's the thing. When you go see a fight live. For everybody that doesn't know, when you're watching it at home, there's all the commentary, there's all the talking about who's who's going to come up later on in the main event and how they've been training and you hear all that. When you're there live, you don't hear shit. You're literally just sitting there and it's and nothing's going on and then the music <laughs> kicks on and you're like, here we go, you know? <laughs> yeah. And then and they come out and they, you know, fight and you see the fight and then, you know, they ring the bell and that's it and then it's just they walk back and that's it, you know? So um, you don't really realize, you know, what's what's happening but to be i'm just thinking about paying all the money to go see it live and then be there and having to listen to ads over the loudspeakers about like call geico for your next home (laughs) insurance like i was like
0: dude what what the fuck are you kidding me well where's the shit on the jumbotron why isn't there's you know yeah yeah
1: um all of that is definitely um you know interesting part um another interesting part um, to the event was <clears throat> now the uh, how they structured the fights and in, in how we viewed them at home. Okay, the very first you know almost three fights. Well, the first two big fights were in the first three fights of the card. You know, you tune in and you're watching it, and literally, uh, you know, as as you're into like the fourth, third or fourth fight, we're already into like the main event. You're already like, dude, we're watching Shane Burgos happen right now. Right. Like, What's, you know, uh, versus OAM, what's what's happening? And, uh, I mean, I understand, like, when you go back and you watch the episode, uh, the uh, PFL 2, it makes sense kind of how they structured it because everybody was kind of, like, within the same range. To go and put, you know, um, both of the uh, Clay Collard and Shane Burgos, uh, both of those fights in the, you know, first five fights of the night, and then you start, like, a whole card of fights, I mean, it was just, like, it really made it, like, not the best experience, I thought, for fights. Because usually as you're watching it, you're getting more interested. The skill level starts, you know, increasing as you get up into, like, the main card. And then by the time you're into the... You, and you've already been watching for three or four hours. Now we're into, like, the real fights of, you know, what you're what you're yeah. here to see. And so... It's just, I don't know. For me, it really made it like hard to stay engaged and to keep focus and to and to pay attention to those fighters because the fights really I wanted to see I've already seen now, and so now I'm watching the rest of the fights and I'm just like, I got a lot of stuff I can also be doing right. while I'm doing this. Right. So it's just it's one of those things where it's just like, I don't, I don't know who thought that that was the best idea, and I also heard that you know there were fans that. Um, got tickets, and they showed up, you know, what they thought would have been after the prelims or, like, maybe right in the middle of the prelims. And they were like, oh, yeah, I'm really interested to see the Shane Burgos fight and see how he does. And they're like, yeah, that already happened. And they're like, are you kidding me? So it's just, I don't know. It's really interesting the way that they did that. Um, Unconventional is, I I guess, a a good word to use, Um, nice word. Um, I don't know, man. So that was my thought on it.
0: Yeah, I, I mean as far as what we're used to watching with different organizations, uh there's a reason why they they do it that way. And it's so that you watch all the people you might not know right a, as a means to get to the ones that you do know, which yeah. is why those are ones you're invested th- in. The, in the main yeah. event, right? You're invested yeah. in them. Now, I guess if you want to be nice to the viewer and you know they're only going to watch those two fights, sure put them on early, but but that goes against everything you've you've ever seen. And so, like you said, so you have these people showing up when they think it's going to be on, and they've already missed it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: exactly. And I don't know how much the PFL tickets are. I mean, I, I didn't think about it. I, I would think that they're more reasonably priced than something like the UFC. Let's definitely, just be honest. Definitely. Um, but, yeah, I thought about it. It'd be cool to go see some PFL, especially now while they're, like, getting traction and see how it's going and stuff. But then watching, like, that last show and having to think about listening to fucking ads for, like, four four hours, whatever, while you are like, watching fights, I'm like, dude, what is going on here? Like, I already paid the money. Like, why am I watching <laughs> Right,
0: <laughs> Those ads aren't doing me anything. Uh, I, I know. I know. And, and like I said, when I'm watching it at home and instead of, you know, not like I'm, I'm – waiting for commercials or paying attention to commercials. Right. But at least it lets me know what I can be doing around the house. Like, yeah. you know, you know what a commercial sounds like. They're going off. They're doing their thing. Yeah. But when I was watching the PFL, it's it's literally just the same camera. They're not changing it. It's just a big overview yeah. of the entire arena and nothing. Yeah. Like, like, no one commentating. No one talking about anything. No previews.
1: I know. I know exactly. And it's crazy because it... I think about, like, when you watch, like, a live Ryzen event or something, right? Right. Because when it starts out, there's a lot of dead air time, and you'll know what's going on. And then at some point, whatever, the commentators come in, and they start talking, and then the show starts, and then they're going into it. Mm -hmm. But if they ever leave, like, for an intermission or for to take a break or whatever, they're always like... We'll be right back, you know, blah, 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 whatever. And with the PFL, you know, like you said, you'd be watching it and then it would end and you'd just be sitting there and you could just hear him, like, breathing and you'd just, like, see the camera angle and you're just like, what's going on here? Seriously, I'm like, so is it like, like, do they even know the mic's on? Like, And then they know the mic's on, that's why they're not talking. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, what the fuck? And it would be like that for an extended period of time. And then you come back and they'd start talking, like, the next fight, like, oh, blah, 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 blah. You're just like...
0: Yeah, they gotta they gotta up their production value. They gotta (coughs) train their team a little bit better. I mean take some cues from what some of the other organizations are doing. Yeah,
1: Yeah, figure out figure figure it out, man. It's really I don't know, it's really not that hard. You're not trying to reinvent the wheel so much here. I get it. If you got a card where there's not really like, you know, anything that's really top heavy, you can kinda mix it up and you're more free to do that, but when you have, you know, this UFC prospect coming in. And that's another point. That's another thing I want to get into. What do you think is up with that? Like, that's a, here's another top UFC talent that comes over to the PFL mm-hmm. and just isn't putting it together. Like, what, what do you uh, think?
0: I mean, I, I wouldn't say it wasn't because he wasn't putting it together. I do think Olivier Abed Mercier is, is that good. And even though it's like the fight was – a clean sweep on all three scorecards and he won all the rounds. It's not like it's not like one of those dominations that you see when you usually see scorecards like that. Like right. he literally just held on to him and wasn't really threatening so much on the striking, wasn't really threatening any submissions, just basically held dominant position for the majority of that fight.
1: Yeah. That's and true. so
0: it ended up being really boring. It ends up, you know, almost killing one of your contenders, which so it might not have been a good idea in round one to match up last year's winner, Oliver Robin mercier and your brand new high-profile signing from the UFC. So, you might have wanted to separate them.
1: And that's interesting that you bring it up because they tried to do something similar like that before, and what ends up happening is the matchup that they want, <laughs> they can't get to <laughs> happen.
0: Can't. Right. So instead of okay, taking the okay. chance,
1: this time they were like, fuck it, we're just going to go straight and do it. So that's why they just cut the corner to do it. Like, I understand where that came from, mm-hmm. but it's like,
0: yeah. Um, and they can meet again later. Yeah. Like, if Shane goes out in his next fight and gets um, a first-round knockout, he's already up six points. And if Olivier Aubin-Mercier gets, gets another decision, decision then, then they're tied. They're, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So but but could, in
1: that scenario, then, would it push to OAM because he had a victory over him?
0: When it gets to the playoffs, that's a good question.
1: You know what I'm saying? If they have the yeah. same record?
0: Yeah. wonder. No, that's a good question. We'll see. Uh, but as far as the fights go, I really enjoyed the fights that I saw with some really good knockouts. Yeah. Um I was really impressed with um Carlos Leal, mm-hmm. you know, beating um David Zawada. Um really disappointed in Mutate, Cesar Ferreira.
1: Yeah. Yeah, well, and that's what I'm saying, yeah, Cesar Ferreira like it was, it was so funny because I'm watching the first two fights, which were bangers, and then we get to the third fight and Cesar Ferreira's already out there, and I'm like, oh, shit. I was like, okay. I was like, damn, PFL's got a more stacked card than I realized. And then the, for the very next fight after that to be the Clay Collar fight, I'm like, holy shit, like, we're fucking, yeah. we're going right into it. I mm-hmm. knew there was a whole bunch of other fights, so I was like, what, what's happening, you know? So it's uh, So But, um, yeah, I mean, Cesar Ferreira, he's, you know, he he had a lot of promise in the UFC, and he came over to PFL, and you know couldn't get it done. But last year, but was you know trying to get it in there um, with a good first round, and he just you know got got stomped on, man.
0: So here's so here's my question: um, Cesar Ferreira Mutate right. <clears throat> was a career 185 pounder in the UFC. Yes, and in this season's PFL, he's fighting at heavyweight. Yes. I mean, that's a huge gap. I mean, the weight classes right now are already a huge gap because 185 to 205, that's 20 pounds. That's a huge gap.
1: It, that's true. But the other thing is he is aging. He's older.
0: I get that, but he still didn't look like he should be a heavyweight. So my question is, is it because there were only so many spots at 185 and 205 and he wanted to be on the season, so he had to take – so he had to fit in there at heavyweight. You think maybe, or
1: I mean, it's very—it could be possible. It could be very possible. You know, um, it could be very possible that he's getting older, and we've talked about it before that in the heavyweight division, you can get—you know—you can get away with a lot that you can't get away with right. technically in a lot of the other divisions. Right. So if you're getting older, you've already been through it. You don't have to cut any more weight. You know, like mm-hmm. fuck it, like you know. So I don't know, but
0: it could be could be either way i i didn't hear anything either way he doesn't belong at heavyweight is really my my point with that (laughs) so i'm not sure what what he was doing there but um but that clay colored fight was fire yes yes that, that was awesome
1: yes yes um nishikawa um put up really really good fight um was yeah it was it was all fireworks both sides i mean yeah, real even fight when we went to the decision. I mean, I was like, I could see it going to Nishikawa, you know? Like, I, I, I could have. So, I mean, it was a lot of close rounds and kind of, you know, what you perceived to, you know, take take more or whatever. But pretty good fight, pretty good fight. Both fighters, I thought, you know, even though Clay did get the decision, it was like, I don't think anybody really lost in that type of fight. So
0: Right, yeah, I agree. Um, and, and then I was really disappointed in Shane Burgos, obviously, just because of how that fight went down. I thought he'd be better at keeping um, Alvin Mercier off of him right. and landing more on the feet, but that's not what happened.
1: Um, no, no. Um, OAM looks really, really good. Um, and, you know, part of me, when I'm watching it, I'm, like, like, wondering, like, why he kind of, you know, Burgos is, like, sort of gun shy and not really like, you know, getting into a lot of engagements and what's really happening there. And I'm like thinking back to Pettis coming in and the rest of that, you know? Right. And, um, I, uh, I was like, man, like these UFC fighters, you know, they seem to have a lot of problems, but then on the other side, OAM came in from the UFC yep. and he's been, you know, putting it together and, mm-hmm. um, undefeated over there. So, yeah. I mean,
0: yeah. I mean, I feel like it raises the PFL stock a little bit, right? when, yeah, oh, the UFC definitely. fighters come over, especially like Burgos on a winning streak. I mean, yeah, you know? I
1: mean, the, yeah, I mean, and exactly. then not
0: getting it done, like, yeah, just, just means that you know, yeah, other organizations have just as good of fighters as the UFC does.
1: No, exactly. I was, I would be watching it either way, but you know, to know that that, and, and, and really like the whole situation behind it was really part of it. You know, the fact that like the UFC made a mistake and let the contract lapse out. And then Burgos just happened to be a free agent. And it was just like this free accident. And they even were like, yeah, we fucked up on that to then Burgos coming in to make the debut. So just like the story that was behind the two years, like, Oh man, like you're, you're interested. You're invested at this point. Like, you know, it's not even just the fight itself, you know? Yeah. But, um, But, yeah. Um, No, and then the rest of the card. um, You know, anything uh, really stand out to you?
0: Um, On that card, you know, um, I didn't really watch much of the prelims. Again, I was kind of taken by surprise with how that card unfolded. Um, I got there when I thought I'd be able to see more of the prelims. I didn't. I ended up right at the beginning of that main card. And then, yeah, after the Burgess... um, Abed-Mercier fight, I I turned it off. I was like, I saw the fights I wanted to see. I was like, I don't... Yeah. You know.
1: Yeah. No, I, I hear you. Um, Magomed Makarov. Um, okay. He got a uh, head kick knockout oh, in wow. the first round. Yeah. Um, so, in, in his fight, and uh, the former champion, Sadabu Sai, also won TKO, knees and punches in the second round, so...
0: Good on him. It would be, yeah. it'd be, it'd be exciting to see if he can repeat.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so second round should be interesting. Um, who do you think, who would you like to see OAM put up against in the next round?
0: Um, preferably somebody with better takedown defense, somebody more threatening on the ground.
1: Like Clay Collard? You think that they would do that? You think that they would just like... Put them together and get get it. Uh, yeah,
0: I do think they would. I don't think they should, but I do think that they would. I think they would too. But no, but no, I don't think. I mean, if if he can control distance <coughs> better, um, he might. But um, I, I mean, I don't see anybody that I've seen on the season so far that is going to be able to keep OAM off of him. You know.
1: I know. I know. No, that's a good point.
0: I, I just yeah, I see him. I see him taking it again.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to see. It'll be interesting to see how they match up the second round, how that all works out. Right. Um, All right. And then let's get on to UFC 287, kind of uh, jump back again um, and talk about what do you want to talk about.
0: I mean, probably the biggest card um, since our last podcast. Definitely. Um, well, definitely the biggest definitely. since our last podcast. Definitely the biggest one. I mean, lots, <clears throat> lots of good fights. I mean, we can start at the bottom and work our way up because they were. I mean, it was a, it was such a fun card to watch. It was, they were great fights. Um, did you get to see the Ignacio Obama on this yes. fight? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I was. Yeah, I, was, I
1: know. I was interested. Yeah. Um. And uh. Yeah. He didn't disappoint me.
0: No. No. Um. Who was it that couldn't make weight for that? Was it Ignacio that couldn't make weight?
1: I think so. I think it was.
0: Which is unfortunate. Yes. Um Because you're not going to be able to move up, really, if you can't make weight in your division. But, um, yeah, Ignacio Bahamades is one of our fighters to watch coming up. Um, he's an exciting fighter. He's generally a finisher. I know he didn't get the finish um, last weekend, but he's, he's, he's a tough out. Yep. <clears throat>
1: um, and then the Calvillo... Uh, Goudina's fight, um, I thought it was interesting. I thought it was,
0: uh, it ended up being a split, didn't it? Yes. Yeah. How did no. you have that?
1: Um, for Loopy.
0: You had it for Loopy? Yep. Yeah. She ended up getting the win. And, and I, and I did too. I felt like mm-hmm. she, I felt like she won it, but.
1: Yeah. And I'm a fan of, uh, Calvio. I mean, of sure. Loopy too. Like, I'm a fan of both of these ladies. And so, and I, you know, I know that Calvio's kind of getting long in the tooth. And so I was like, you know, kind of interested to see how it would work out and in her favor or not, and so yeah, I mean.
0: Yeah. No. And and like I said, I when I see fights unfold like that, I like seeing the right person get the win. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So I'm glad Loopy won. Um, your boy. <laughs> Joe Piper.
1: Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Getting the KO. I, uh, I man, called it. Yeah,
0: no, I was way wrong on that. <laughs> <It was> like,
1: <laughs> I, I read that, yeah, coming down the pike. I mean it just it, I mean, I'll be honest with you, stylistically. Um I know Gerald uh Mircraft um uh Merch- yeah. Uh, Mearshart. Mearshart, my bad. Uh Gerald Mirchart. Um got a fucking uh you know, he has Stand up, and he's improved on his stand up um, in the last couple of fights, but he still has been knocked out over again and a couple of different times. And so yeah. I knew that if somebody came at him super aggressively and started hitting on the head, it was only a matter of time. Right. And so you know, in Piper, that's what he seems to be about. Yeah. And so I was like, yeah, that kind of reads that 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 was the result. So yeah, yeah. no,
0: you, you, I was uh, way too high on. The new and improved GM3. So, <laughs> yeah, I was way wrong about that.
1: Yeah. um, And then, um, you know, another lady, um, the Karate Hottie, mm-hmm. also getting long in the tooth.
0: I know. I know. You think she's done? You think she's...
1: I mean, I don't know about done, but, I mean, the top of the division.
0: Not going to be able to complete, compete per, or be nah, a title contender.
1: No. Nah. I mean... I'm not the fucking judge. So don't, I mean, you're asking for <laughs> my opinion and my opinion is probably not. Just because it's so hard. I mean, once <clears throat> once the, you know, once you get passed up like that in that kind of physically demanding, you know, um atmosphere, I mean, it's just yeah. I mean, you can't you're you're not going to get any faster. You know, yeah, you keep right. some power, but then everything else starts going and it's just, you know.
0: Yeah, I I was rooting for her. I wanted her to win. Me too. And and I know it was a split. One of the judges gave it to her, but I didn't see it that way.
1: Yeah. No pin, yeah, I, I had her Pinero. Yeah, so. yeah, me too. Um oh, and nothing. then we had uh Kevin Gastelum, um, you know, fighting Chris Curtis and uh
0: pretty good fight. Hell of a fight. Yep. That was that was such a war. Um uh, and I like watching both these guys fight, they're a lot alike. Um, Curtis might be the more technically sound boxer. Um, he landed a lot of really good shots on Gastelum, but Gastelum's just his chin yeah. is made of fucking marble, dude. <laughs> like, you cannot put that dude away. Yeah,
1: well, and, he, and his, you know, skill, a stand-up skill is gotten so much better. I mean, his movement, how he'll roll with all the punches and, you know, he really is not in a position to take, I mean, he does get hit, but he doesn't take like as much damage as it, you know, Mm -hmm. as it should be. Um, working, you know, probably all that time with Rafael Cadao and all those guys. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. It definitely helps a lot. Yeah. And I know Curtis is up there in age, so that might've been his like last name that he'll get to try and
1: I don't know about that. Yeah, contention. I don't know about that. If he comes out and, you know, starges his next opponent, I mean, they'll be like...
0: Well, he does, but this is the guy that complains when people don't engage with him on the feet. And so he had a perfectly willing dance partner and he couldn't get it done. I
1: know, but it's Kevin fucking Gastelum, is all I'm saying.
0: I'm just saying, you don't always get...
1: <laughs> that dude had a fucking war with the fucking champion and that shit was fucking, you know? I know. The same type of thing. I mean, that's just that's just who he is.
0: He's like, you want to play that game? Let's play that game. No, I'm just saying, Curtis is like 37... How many opportunities do you get? How many more fights in the UFC you get? And how many of those need to be a name that will move you forward? I mean, you bring up some good points. You really do.
1: Um, I think, you know, performances really speak a lot in this game. And so depending on the thing about Chris Curtis is, yeah, he's older, but, like, he hasn't really been, you know, um, around at this level for a long time. So maybe he'll be able to squeeze out, okay. you know, mm-hmm. the, another three four maybe okay. i don't know so it's really up to him i mean i'm not i'm not so willing to like count him out yet but uh yeah that was a fucking war so
0: yeah yeah great fight
1: and then the the rookie the kid with the
0: the, the prince that was promised yeah <laughs> um, junior yeah what'd you think um <clears throat> he he fought like an 18 year old Yeah, he came out and (laughs) blew his wad in the first, you know, two and a half minutes of the fight.
1: Well, true. And, you know, dude, 18 to be walking in with all that. I mean, I can't even imagine to have all that like hype and the machine and like all these people, you know, your family's there and the whole rest of it. And it's just like. That's a lot of fucking... That's a lot to put on somebody that when they get in there and start exerting it, like, you know what I'm saying? It'll take it, it'll take it out of you. It can. It can. So, and I, I think that that maybe was part of it, too. It's just like, the fucking kid is 18 years old,
0: you know? Well, so it speaks a lot about all the different things that go into learning how to fight or learning to be an MMA fighter or yeah. a UFC fighter. Like, yeah. Like, it's not just... Techniques, no, right? It's not just no, it's a fucking how mindset. hard and how fast yeah. can you go. Like, like you have to learn how you fight, you got to learn to pace yourself, yeah. you got to learn, you know, to come up with a plan B if plan A ain't working. Yeah. Like, there's so much that goes into that, and and you know, a lot of respect to Christian Rodriguez because he was put in some bad positions really early. But he stayed calm. He weathered the storm. Nope. And yeah, he beat the crap out of Raul, man.
1: <clears throat> no, he really did. Um, I mean, he looked really good. Um, I mean, Raul looked really good in the first round. Yeah. And just like, I was like, if this dude can keep up this pace for three rounds, I was like, this dude's just going to monitor the the division. No, you can't. But, like, you just, yeah. you just
0: can't. You, you just can't. Yeah. But you can learn if you're not going to submit somebody right away with something like that. Right. Play around, play with position. Right. Go for position over submission. Like, there's a lot of reasons. Like, when you see fights unfold the way they do, there's a reason for that. Yeah, you know.
1: Yeah. No, it's true. Um. Yeah. And how bad do you think that this affects him? Like, being honest.
0: Well, we don't. We don't know, and he doesn't know. That's the problem with pushing somebody so young, so hard. Like I know. That. I'm just
1: saying, if you had to guess,
0: it 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 could it could be it could be devastating. I mean, man. it can
1: it can crack him. I mean, but. I don't know. Um,
0: I don't think it did, but yeah, but I I think if, I think if you're not mentally there, yeah, I totally think that that could break you.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Even if you're all the way mentally there, it may may break (laughs) you too. Um, nah, um, be interesting. Be interesting to see how it Mm -hmm. unfolds. Um, also interesting was the Kevin Holland Ponzinibbio fight. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good stand up. uh,
0: Really slick knockout. Um, kevin hall and the striker when you think about kevin hall and the striker you know
1: <laughs> i mean you kind of talked about it you know that that was what you were thinking you know um i was a little bit more hesitant because i had seen the wonder boy fight and i right. was like uh, i don't know you know Nibio boxer we'll have to see um yeah
0: holland looked really really good he did he you did know? he looked really good he looks like he's got power um you know, and he even almost got a knockdown when Santiago caught his kick remember yeah. that that was yep. that's one of those yep. things that's interesting about Kevin Holland is he ends up hurting people in positions they don't expect to be hurt in. Remember the Jacare fight where he was on the bottom and Jacare thought he was going for like going for submission and ended up getting knocked out yep. you know this kid knocked him out from his back yep and you know. Santiago Ponzinibbio catches a kick, thinks he's fine, but Holland is so long and has that reach. it was just this little backhand and it and it rocked him like he's he's creative enough to hit you in positions where you're not used to being hitting being hit, and he has an, enough power to make you pay for it so. no
1: no exactly exactly uh, and and you know Ponzinibbio looked good too, like he did. up until he got yeah. knocked out. so yes, it wasn't like it wasn't like Holland took out like a... Not you know, not a good version of Ponzinibbio. Like Ponzinibbio looked like he was like there. He Agreed. was on on Agreed. time. So, yeah, it was it was a good fight. It was a good fight while well, it lasted. It was a great knockout. So hats off to Holland. Yep.
0: Yeah. So Rob Font, Adrian, Yuna, surprise of the night for me. And, <laughs> and not that there aren't more surprises to come on this I card. I was but... no,
1: I was also very surprised. I mean, we had talked about it before. I was. I don't remember where you were, but I was definitely you you were thinking font i was i was thinking yanez was going to be able to pull it out and uh man um you know font just looked really
0: good looked even really though good. i was thinking font i wasn't thinking first round knockout like that like yeah. he's he slept that kid yeah. man. that was that that was that was something rob font needed at this yeah. point in his career bad was bad. was to do that but um but yanez is no joke and i know that we both know that adrian will be back yeah, you know, and he's young. He's got some time to grow in this sport, so we'll see him.
1: Oh yeah, you know, oh, he's no, not yeah.
0: done. But but that's exactly what what Rob Font needed. He needed to make a statement against one of those young and up and comers. And Adrian was taking it to him. Adrian was landing. Yeah, um, Rob just found his shot, and he made a count.
1: Yeah, no, exactly. Um, and then we get to the co event, the King of Miami <laughs> on the line. Uh, no, um, Gilbert Burns, Jorge Masvidal. Um, you know, but what, what more really can we say that we didn't already talk about before? I think that we kind of, I think we kind of didn't give Jorge credit. Maybe, no, we gave him credit, but like Burns, we both were thinking finish. We were thinking yep. maybe different finishes. Yep. Um, he ended up getting the decision, um, good fight, just dominating, like, the whole fight, I thought he, you know, dominated him on the ground, obviously. Um, and I thought that he was winning on the feet. Um, you know, um, Jorge just doesn't look like he's as fast as he used to be. Um, and I think that for a big part of his game was being fast. And now that he's getting older and that's going away, especially against, like, these other opponents, you know, he's losing that advantage. Um. Yeah, I think it's devastating, you know. But he retired, and I right. think that that's probably the best call, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, you you never, you never want to put that on anybody, but with all the writing on the wall, it just looks like the, his better days behind. But to be completely honest, he still had one amazing career, given where he was. Like absolutely. as long as he had been fighting, everything else. There was no like gold at the end of the rainbow promised. You know, it right. just. Right, he ended up getting that knockout over Ben Askren and turned the whole fucking thing upside down. Yeah,
0: I mean that was what really made him. And and he ended up getting uh, knockouts after that. Like I like watching his fights, even back when he was fighting at a, at uh, lightweight. But <coughs> but sometimes you could tell that 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 fire wasn't there in his fights, yeah. and and you could tell when it really was because when it was there, he'd he'd find a way to to hurt you. You know, like I'm, I I think about the. Darren Till fight, which is one of my favorite knockouts. I really like yep. that fight. The Nate Diaz fight, where he just poured it on him for three and a half rounds, and Diaz was just a bloody mess. You know, like right. parts of his face hanging off and shit. Like, yeah. But against Burns, I I didn't see that fire. I didn't see that killer instinct. Nope. I didn't see he was too willing to take punches and not fire back. Mm-hmm. And Gilbert was landing, and then Gilbert was able to you know slow it down and clinch and stall and yeah
1: yeah no exactly um and then we get to the main event which is i mean i don't don't know i mean i guess we just gotta (laughs) we gotta just start fucking eating it um israel adesanya getting the knockout um in the second round um you know Really, really amazing. Um, yeah. I thought even if he won, I thought it would have been by decision. I thought Me because too. in the first fight, I thought he was controlling a large part of that fight up until, not up until, there was a couple of a couple of times where, you know, Alex had taken over control. But for the most part, I thought he had most of the fight won on mm-hmm. his side. Um, and then Alex ended up taking him out. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, Maybe he'll have buttoned up the rest of it and we'll see, like, you know, a couple, I don't know, more, you know, um, tricks or new improvements or whatever to that old style. But um, that wasn't what he was coming in there for. He was coming in there to, you know, um, get in the engagement and try to finish him. And as soon as he seen that that, that was there, as soon as he, you know, as soon as he could get, go for it, he hit him and you could see him wobbling and he just kept hitting him. He was just, you know, he wasn't gonna let it get away. He was like, Nope, like that was uh
0: it was it was truly
1: inspiring, really.
0: It was a really impressive knockout. It it really was. And I what impresses me more about it wasn't just the history that they have together, but throughout the course of this matchup, um Alex had his Alex had his number. Like yes. he was she was checking the leg kicks, yep. he was landing leg kicks, he was raping Izzy's legs. Yep. I mean, both of them, inside and out, left and right. It was really putting him in a really bad position because he likes to move, and he wasn't able to move. He wasn't able to bounce around, and he ended up shelling up and putting his back against the fence. I know. And and Alex, because he's been there before with Izzy, knew that's exactly where he was going to put him away. So rushed in there, put his hands down, started throwing big, and Izzy got him right over the top.
1: Yep. Yep, exactly. I mean... Yeah, so... um,
0: So let's run it back.
1: (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Yeah, we will uh, get into all those possible scenarios, Um, you know. Mm -hmm. um, But first, we got to uh, finish off. We had a card uh, fight night um, this last weekend. Your boy, fucking Holloway,
0: dude. Still my boy, man.
1: I mean... We talked about it, you know, fucking dude look like the old version of Holloway, um, you know, just on time, calculated, Mm. everything, you know, um, pouring it on. But to be completely honest with you, I also thought that, you know, the younger uh, Arnold Allen maybe paid him too much respect. I think that, like, because in that last round, he was really going after it, and I thought that he won that round, (coughs) and that... It was a lot closer of a fight, and if he would have fought like that maybe throughout the rest of the fight, it would have been...
0: No, he'd have gotten, he'd gotten knocked out. <laughs> that's the one <laughs> round where he went after Max, and that's the round where he got dropped twice. Like,
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, he probably would have gotten knocked out. Yeah, but all, all, things, to, all things to be said, um, you know, um, the dude, uh, Max, looked really, really good and was able to uh, really turn back the clock. I thought. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to be really interested to see what he looks like in his next couple of fights, but hats off to the guy.
0: Yeah, I, he, looks, he's a, he looks like a world beater anytime he's in the cage with anybody but Volk. I mean, that's really <laughs> all there is to it. That's literally all there is to it. Think of how many contenders Volk would have to fight if Max wasn't taking him out one by one. And, and and the and the thing to to Arnold Allen's credit, losing to Max doesn't mean you don't get a title shot. Gary lost true. to Max, now you're getting a title shot. That's true. Um Brian Ortega got the shit beat out of my Max, he's getting a title shot. Like mm-hmm. that isn't like the UFC knows the writings on the wall, but Max is in one of these positions where he's like, I-, I wanna fight the best. I know you're not gonna give me another shot against Volk, but I'm still gonna whoop everyone else's ass <laughs> that tries to come up here, you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean <sighs> yeah the record does speak that does speak that way um and i don't know man um as far as like the co-main event with uh edson barbosa another guy looking like him back to clock that's what i was gonna say it's like (laughs) it just i mean he looked he looked really good um and you know i even went back and rewatched that fight again just to see and it was funny how you know uh would put him up against the side was trying to like pressure him to get him up against the side of the cage to go for those takedowns and Edson knew and so every time he was he was you know throwing the knee or darting out of it and when he came in on that one he just connected oh perfect yeah and just and that's not the
0: first time we've seen Edson do that that's just He has that timing. He has that impeccable timing, which is why the way to beat him is pressuring him that way. Is because you have to take away his space. You have to mess up his timing like that. And so, as far as Billy's game plan, it it was it was the right game plan because you're not going to beat him at space going shot for shot. Edson hits so hard you just can't do that. Yeah. Um, So he had the right game plan, but you know, can't get caught. Edson's got that great equalizer, man. Like if he can. If you can time it and you can land it, you're going to go to sleep, man.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. Another highlight on the reel. So, uh, yeah. Uh, Was really hyped up to see Dustin Jacoby, see how he um, was able to um, do um, against uh, Hazmat. And, uh, I mean, didn't didn't look really good. I'm going to be honest with you. Hazmat looked like he, like, was the you know was able with his boxing to kind of you know strike and outstrike Dustin Jacoby and really take him out of his element. Um, I think he had him rocked a couple of different times in that fight. Yeah, and um, ended up you know getting the what I thought was the fair decision at the end. So
0: yeah, I would have liked to have seen a little bit better fight IQ from Dustin Jacoby because he did have moments and if he'd have capitalized on them correctly. I think he might have been able to come away with a victory on that. Um I think when he had uh, um Asma, Asma hurt in the third round because mm-hmm. he did. Azamat had slowed down. He was he was getting tired and Dustin started landing and then proceeded to start engaging in clinch when he had him hurt on the feet. You know, and, and clinch doesn't generally end fights. So if you're looking for if you know you have to get a finish because you're down two rounds that, like I said, I I would have just liked to have seen a little bit more um, IQ from him in that third round. And maybe, no guarantee, but maybe he could have come away with the win.
1: Yeah. I was, uh, you know, during the breaks in the rounds when he would go back to his corner, um, you know, you could just tell that by like the, you know, in the second round, you could tell that he was like, what what do i need to do what do i need to do like mm-hmm. he was like kind of panicking mm-hmm. and then in the third round he would look like he was just like glazed over he was just like and they were like you just got to keep doing what you need to do and he was just like didn't even look like he was like all there you know right so right. um yeah um and then Ion Kutulaba getting uh getting his victory um over uh old Tanner Boyser
0: yeah i feel like that was a really bad stoppage though yeah yeah,
1: I don't. I, I don't think it. I mean, yeah, I, you could have like let Tana it go on. Lit, I mean, he could have. He could have. He could have let it go on. But at but the same time, I don't up. think. I, I don't think it changed anything. Is all I'm saying.
0: Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, I don't, just the optics of it were really interesting because, yes, um, Tana gets dropped. He gets mm. you know pushed back into the fence, and then Kutulaba isolates the right arm so he can't block with it, and you know it was. Rapidly punching his face. It doesn't look good, but Tanner has to make this decision since he's not unconscious to either take his hand off the mat and try and block and you you get stopped and it's a TKO or you push off and try and stand up. And he was. He was working his way back up. He decided the lesser of two evils, was trying to get back to his feet, and that's when they stopped it. And I know the ref's job is difficult. You either have to stop it right when he goes down but if you don't, you have to give him the ability to recover and see if he's going to be able to continue to fight, yeah. and I, that's the issue that I had with it, because he didn't stop it when he went down, he stopped it when he was actively trying to re-engage in the fight. Right. Um.
1: Yeah, I mean, you, you do You do make a good point, you do make a good point. And like I said, uh, I don't know if it really changed anything, Um. but I think that... The you have more of those to look forward to because the Hulk is back.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Ewan the Hulk, it was just just
1: so funny because he was shouting it around in the ring, yeah, afterwards, and then at the post fight press conference, he's just like, The Hulk is back, the Hulk is back, Mm, all
0: right. You gotta so, yeah. I mean he's he's, like,
1: he's super stoked on it. I I'm, mean
0: And he should be. But but we know who he is. He's a win one <laughs> lose one, win one lose one kinda guy. That's that's pretty much where he's at.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um Usually exciting though. Like I'll tune in for any one No, fight. you're
1: not wrong. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. That's all I'm gonna say. Uh Pedro, Muno, Pedro Munoz versus uh Chris Gutierrez. Pretty good fight.
0: Yeah. G- massive performance from Pedro Munoz. i expected Chris I mean, I know we've talked about this before. Yeah. Thought Chris Gutierrez was gonna be one of those next man up type of things, was has a couple of wins away from
1: well he had that knockout of Frankie Edgar.
0: He did. Um but he also had some other really dominant dominant performances and I just I liked the skill set um and thought he was a good size for that division. And yeah Like I said Pedro Munoz um, Not going anywhere No No Not right now He fought He fought really smart He neutralized everything um, Chris had for him And And yeah Got a really Really impressive uh, Unanimous decision
1: Yeah I was really impressed By Rafa Garcia Yeah
0: Yeah Yeah
1: I was really impressed Because he was able To get a decision Over the grinder
0: Play Guida (laughs) Ah, oh, that guy has been around forever. He
1: has. He has. So, uh, yeah. Um, you know.
0: How old not... is he, like 41?
1: Probably. Yeah. I mean, yeah, not older. Um, you know, um, not the most entertaining fight, I will say that. But at the same time, that war of aggression, nobody is probably better at it than Clay Guida. So, to get in there and, you know, really take it to him and, you know, beat him. I mean it's kinda it's it's something that I like to see. It's like the passing of the guard. You didn't necessarily like, you know, when Chris Gutierrez like took off Frankie Edgar's head, he didn't like decapitate him. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. But at the same time it's like, Yeah, you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I would have like you know, Guida's a, a chain wrestler. I would have liked to have seen him attempt a few more takedowns, but he likely wouldn't have gotten them. Right. But I mean still that's like his bread and butter i would have liked to have seen it anyway
1: yeah so Holt in the card really quick there was the whole controversy right that happened with frankie edgar or not frankie edgar my bad with clay guida after the fight he took off his gloves oh yeah and they thought he was gonna do yeah uh, they got really pissed and they thought he was gonna do retirement and then he was like no i'm just fucking with you i want to say happy birthday to my mom and the UFC got really pissed. What yeah. do you? How do you feel about that? You no, feel I, no,
0: no. I think that's fine. I mean, they play these fighters all the time. If you want to, if you want to play to get some time on the on the air, yeah, I, I got no problem with that. So, I thought it was hilarious.
1: Yeah, no, I thought it was hilarious too. But then the more I thought about it, the more I was like, I don't know if it's really ethical. You know what I'm oh, saying? Come on. <laughs>
0: come on. Okay,
1: so just hear me out. So just hear me out because here's my dilemma. <sighs> Maybe you can help me with it. Okay. So there's a lot of people that have done a lot for the sport, not just Clay Guida, right? Clay Mm -hmm. Guida's done a lot for the sport, you know, and he's done a lot for the UFC, okay? But there are other people that have done just as much, if not more, for the UFC. Maybe, like, I don't know, like Dana White, right? You ever see Dana White, like, wishing his mom happy birthday over the fucking event? No. You know what I'm saying? And so... (laughs)
0: what are we talking about? Here? And so
1: no, 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 no. I'm just I'm just saying like logically, right? So like so like you know because here's the thing because here's the thing now if other people are going to do that the UFC when fighters cut their gloves off they're probably not going to cue to them to do a fucking you know, a talk on the thing because they have so much time. I'm just saying, I don't think there's anything wrong with it, like in and it of itself. I think that I think I think it's a good gesture, I but I'm think. just saying that like, <laughs> you know, like it may end up, you know, being a bad thing. That's I, what I'm saying. I
0: think you're reading a little bit too much into it. <laughs> I don't think Clay Guida is a trendsetter. Yeah, I don't think this is going to be the new thing that people are going to are going to do to get some mic time. Uh, r- right. And, um, honestly, the only reason I feel like it went down the way it did was because two people retired in the same match prior. Just the one right before it. Was it the fight? I don't think it was the fight right before them.
1: Oh, no, it wasn't. It was a couple fights down, yeah.
0: But but either way, I just I just think he was watching, and he saw that, and he was like, oh, God, you know it's a good idea, especially if I don't win. If I want to get some time on the mic, I'll just... Take my gloves yeah, off. I'll just cut my gloves off, and then they'll then they give me the mic because it'll look like I'm going to retire. Then I'm going to be like I'm never fucking retiring,
1: right? right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, and it could be. I was just you know <clears throat> thinking about
0: it. I, so. I, I know, and I, I mean, that was that was <laughs> a lot of, of of thinking, and they're not bad points because you're right. If if that if that did start that trend, then then things would have to change. I don't see that happening, and and I would never compare. Dana White's, um, platform for communicating with his family to any of the fighters. (laughs) I've never heard that guy say anything about anybody in his family, not even his wife.
1: No, I mean, and when he talks about other people and, like, their families, like, he really doesn't, I don't know, like, it's really hard for him to have any kind of relation. Like, let's be honest, the UFC is, like, his thing, right? That's, like, his thing. So, like, he pretty much eats, sleeps, and breathes the UFC, so... Yeah. Um, anyways, all right, cool. Back to the fights. So then we had uh fucking don't mess with Bill. I thought fucking. <laughs> I thought I thought he got the uh, award for the best walkout song of the night. Okay.
0: He got best walkout song and he got best post fight <laughs>
1: interview. <laughs> was, I'm, I'm, anyway,
0: he cut a he cut a wrestling promo on Kansas City. I'm trying to think of the last time I saw somebody talk so much shit about where they were fighting right after their fight.
1: Uh, probably your boy, Chil Sonnen, probably is who it was. In, in Brazil. Yeah.
0: Right? Talking yeah. shit about Brazilians yeah. in Rio yeah. after a fight. <laughs> yeah. But that's a long time removed from that. I did. I thought it was, I was laughing my ass off. I thought it was hilarious. Um. He was talking mad shit about uh Kansas City after submitting tj brown and that was a really good fight no
1: it was a really good fight and it, it was impressive finish it really was i don't mean to gloss over it but like but yeah but the dude fucking came out represented put it down and and he he said he was injured i mean there was something about like you know wasn't it like a last minute kind of thing for when he got got into the fight i don't know the dude had a whole bunch stacked up against him and he comes out and gets the submission in the second round you know against the game tg oh, tj yeah, brown yeah, tj was bopping and, around yeah. yeah and so i mean yeah it was that was great
0: yeah it was i thoroughly enjoyed that fight great way to end the prelims yeah um and and hand it to bill like people are gonna be talking about him now and yeah. people are gonna be like oh what's he gonna say this time like you know <laughs> oh, they're gonna be in denver next time he so talks about denver <laughs> yeah
1: yeah um you know also impressed with uh Brandon Royval. We we talked Man, about that. I and, and, and was really interested to see this fight. Was, uh, I was really interested to see him, you know, be matched up against uh Matias. Yeah. And um yeah, and still I uh, just you know, he really, really shows that uh, you know, he's ready he's ready to go to the next level is what he shows.
0: You know? I yeah, yeah, I agree. Um I think Royval has already fought Moreno and I don't think he won. Yeah. But I think that was one of Moreno's stepping stones to the title but um'm I'm, huh? I'm, I'm always impressed with Brandon Royble's fighting Win or lose he he lays it all out there he he's creative he goes for things um and I really like M- Matthias nilau I thought he was gonna be um and I still think he is I, I don't think just because he got knocked out by <sighs> Brandon that he's not gonna be right up there but it was such an impressive performance from Brandon Royval. I'm thinking, where is it?
1: Yeah, so Royval is number four in the. He's number four ranked. So I mean, above him is Kaikara France. Pantoja, who's getting the title shot. I
0: think he's lost to Pantoja, too. And
1: Figueroa. So,
0: Figueredo, who's yeah. fighting Manuel Cape. Yeah. Um, it'll be interesting to see how that shakes out because isn't Matthias 5? Yes. Yes. <clears throat> okay. So, Roival's last two losses, Brandon Moreno and Alexandre Pantoja. Yes. Literally the two people fighting for the belt. Yes. And he's got three wins since then, all against tough fighters: Matt Schnell, yep. Matthias Nicolau. Like he's 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 there. He's yeah. ready. You know, um, he's already beat Kai France. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm I'm I really I really. Do you like think they're game. gonna
1: run that him versus Kaikara France again? I don't know. I mean, I'm just saying. Who do you, I mean? I guess. We got a little while before the title shot. I don't know. Maybe some of these other fights will.
0: I hate pan it when they out. do that, especially because I'm such a huge fan of Kai Car France too. I yeah. really like that kid. Yeah,
1: no, me too. Me too. I mean, I'm probably more of a Roy Val fan just because he's uh, closer to home, but still,
0: I'm a fan <laughs> just because he's closer to home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I I was already a fan of Kai Car France, but when he knocked out Cody Garbrandt, I. I like to be even more after that.
1: Um, yeah, and you already alluded to it earlier. Um, but we had the two veteran retirement fucking hoedown.
0: The double retirement. Yep. Oh man.
1: Um Zach Cummins versus Ed Herman. Um, you know, um be honest with you, I mean, I know both these guys. I was more of a fan of Ed Herman. Once again, closer to home. He's Colorado. Yeah. Um, But uh, yeah, um, you know, Zach looked really good in front of his hometown. Looked like he was charged up. Yeah. Um, Ed Herman looked extra chinny. I mean, the wind was blowing him and he was getting knocked around. And, you know, fucking people were throwing shit at him and knocking him around. And it was, yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, and so that was an ex- that was an expected retirement for me. Like when I started picking with those, I was like, "Oh, good. You yeah, know, I'm glad to see it. Yeah, you don't need to do this no more. You got nothing left to prove." Um, but, but then that- after his performance, seeing Zach Cummings do it, it's like, I mean, you, you know, you're you've been around the sport a long time too, and I and I get it. But based on your last performance, you've still got some gas in the tank. You he know? does.
1: And the so, thing is, he could retire. He could you know retire like this with this kind of like, you know showing at his home in ufc you mm-hmm. know on the big stage get this kind of retirement and then go in a year maybe in fighting bkfc you know <laughs> yeah. so i mean there's a whole True. world out there yeah. of like possibilities beyond the ufc but as far True. as what you can do in the ufc i mean
0: yeah no, i agree
1: so yeah i think that was a good call as well mm-hmm. um then we had uh Julian Robertson looking like she's fucking smoking out there, fucking with the submissions, I'm telling you
0: um you know, I think I missed that arm bar
1: uh-huh, yeah,
0: nice yep nice,
1: Yep. so I'm really interested to see I've been watching her fight since she was on tough yeah. Toughs. yeah and uh been watching her fight since then it seems like like with her game, she's really like you know putting it up and getting it up there tuning it up and so i'm really interested to see how she's going to end up where they're going to end up matching her up now and um yeah i mean really really yeah no good hyped.
0: good good for her that was that's a good win for her
1: yeah um another you know older fighter um lando venata interested to see what he looked like and I don't know, It just looks weathered, man. You he, know? Doesn't,
0: he doesn't look good. Um, groovy, not so groovy anymore. Yeah. Uh, it, which, he used to be a really exciting fighter. He used to really enjoy watching him fight.
1: Zell Huber looked good. I mean, he yeah. looked, you know. Yeah. But, um, I, w- I don't know, I kind of would have uh, wanted to see him get a finish. Because Venata really wasn't threatening with, right. with anything, right. you know. He was just kind of taking a pounding, mm-hmm. you know. So, sad to see
0: it is because I—I mean, I still remember his debut against Ferguson, mm-hmm. and that was just—that was just a war. Yeah, but you know, time comes for all of us, man.
1: It does. Speaking of that, it's time for the hot takes. Hot takes. It's really hot. Hot. All right. So let's talk about Stipe versus Jones. It was announced, and just this last week. And
0: so it's still not official though.
1: No, I mean, it's official. It's official. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's the, it's official in the fact that like those two are, are going to fight each other, but like,
0: I know that's the fight they want to make. I'm just saying who, who everybody wants this fight. Not saying they don't, <laughs> not saying they don't. You don't think that they're going to be able to come to terms <clears throat> on the contract. Let's hope that they do. Let's hope that they do.
1: Yeah. I guess that's a good point. I don't know. You, you, you raise a good point. So, all things, you know, another reason probably why it's on hot takes. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Stipe versus Jones, um, you know, targeted for UFC 290 um, in July. Mm-hmm. But there's a whole whirlwind of, um, you know, new stuff that's come out around this. I, supposedly, this is going to be Jones' retirement match. He's talking about that he's going to retire after this fight. Um, kind of makes sense. I would say,
0: yeah, I'm happy with um,
1: that. Yeah, um, just because like that's another fighter that been in a lot of wars, hasn't looked good in the last wars that he was in. If he can, you know, keep the fight where he needs it to be and get the victories, he can do that. But it's only a matter of time, heavyweight. I mean, one fucking right. punch and right. that's fucking that ticket is right,
0: gone. Well, and there's some decent heavyweights coming up right now. That's true. Like, that's true.
1: That's true. N- a new class of heavyweights. Yeah, yeah.
0: I, I know it's been a little bit. Baron for a bit, like you had um, Francis, but Francis seemed to have his way with everybody. But he, even he was fighting a lot of, you know, the Overeems, the Arlovskys, yep. the people that have just yeah. been around yeah. for twenty <laughs> years. You know what I mean? Um, That's true. So, but but now those are really good. The legends. The legends, and they are absolutely legends. Yeah. But but yeah, now now it's starting to seem like there's actual um, decently skilled young crop of fighters at, yeah. at heavyweight yeah. so
1: that will give anybody including Jones a lot of problems yeah
0: yeah exactly yeah um yeah so um so I are you, are you happy that this is Jones' retirement fight if it's the retirement fight are you are you happy with his heavyweight career trajectory you know Cyril gone I'm gonna, and then
1: yeah i want to be honest with you um I'm as happy with it as I think that you could be, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: being all honest with you. The dude's already had a long career Mm -hmm. at light heavyweight. I mean, you know, can be considered one of the greatest of all time with, Mm -hmm. you know, his record, um, judging on his record alone. Um, And so um, it really, I really don't think that you could ask for a lot more. I didn't, I'll be honest with you. I didn't even think he was gonna win one fucking fight in the heavyweight no, division. No, me neither. No, I didn't even think. I thought think he, he had... was gonna come in and somebody was gonna hit him and he was gonna go down and that was gonna be the end of that. And I was fucking wrong. So to be okay? fair,
0: nobody's hit him yet. Yeah. To be <laughs> fair. This is true. So we'll but,
1: see. Yeah, exactly. But also, you're right. But also, um and 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 I really don't mean to like dis- to throw shade at John Jones about like that, but it's just like you've seen what you know, what happened. In San, when he fought Santos, you've seen mm-hmm. what happened when he fought Re- Reyes. You yeah. know, you've seen. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying, okay. And so it's only a matter of time. And so um, to see, you know, and and part of that is w- why I'm interested in the Bay fight. I think that Stepe is going to give him a lot uh, more obstacles um, than um, he has a lot more weapons, a lot more way to win. I mean, he's a strong wrestler, um, strong wrestling background, not. Maybe to the level of Jones, but at the same time, enough to keep it on standing. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, um, let's hope so. Yeah, so, I mean, but, and I, and I don't, I don't, I'm not saying like I want Jones to lose. That's also what it sounds like, but I do. I know you do. But I'll be honest <laughs> with you. Like, I am a fan of Jones um, through all the bullshit. Like, the fact that the dude's been able to, like, somehow barely keep it together and, like, get to, to this point where people, like, can consider. Like you know the stuff that he's done to be like, you know that high of a level is just like dude like, that in of itself I respect the dude. Yeah. So um, but yeah, I don't know with this fight versus Stepe, it could go either way I think. And to be honest with you, whoever wins, they could both fucking retire. Like we could see another double retirement at well, the I end of this.
0: I think they should. I mean Stepe doesn't fight regularly at all no in dude. the first place no and and yeah he's I, I feel like he should be done as as well yeah um, and I never expected John to make the heavyweight walk <clears throat> ever I, didn't, I never thought I'd see that but now that I have seen it I don't see any reason why he shouldn't win this bay fight I know I know you know we'll see what the odds are but if the odds are good enough I'm, I'll, I'll put money on put money on John Jones yeah. yeah no
1: I mean yeah exactly depending on what the yeah um, another fight that got announced this week, big fight, is uh Paul versus Diaz. <laughs> yeah, gonna happen in yeah. August. Yeah, the Zone's putting it on. Yeah. Um, well, what are your
0: thoughts? Uh, I mean, good for Nate Diaz. He'll make he'll a make some money. good money yeah. on it, right? Um, I think it's interesting that Jake has such a quick turnaround since he just got beat. Um, but are you really? I mean, I thought he might do some internet stuff to kind of drive his stock back up after, after losing. But I mean, but what do I know about that whole business? <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe you don't need to. the The point is, is with with these types of fights, interest has to stay high. Like people aren't gonna watch it because there's no title implications, there's no ranking, there's there's like, there's nothing at stake in these fights. Right. So what they've done well so far. Is generate enough interest so that none of that matters. Yeah. But if you can't do that, then people aren't going to watch and you're no longer going to have, you know, the sponsors and the promoters and those people in your corner helping you make that money.
1: Exactly. Which also makes sense for if you lose a fight by decision in a lackluster fight, why you'd want to get back in there quick and get another knockout over... Somebody who is not a boxer, you know, Diaz
0: is not a boxer.
1: They're going back to the well. They're like, No, we're not going to box boxers, boxers. That was a bad idea. We're gonna box these kind of guys. Um, so what do you think? You think that Diaz is gonna present a challenge to him? Do you think who do you favor in the matchup? You got any
0: thoughts about any of that? You know, what's interesting, especially the last few years of watching Nate Diaz fight, is people tend to get. Really tired of whooping his ass, you know, <laughs> like because he won't go away. And then yeah. by rounds, you know, four or five, you're just so tired of whooping his ass that if he's not out, he could turn it around. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, and that's that's exactly what Jake Paul needs to be careful, because he could he he could literally beat the everlasting shit out of Nate Diaz he for could. three or four rounds. He could, and then just be so tired. And you know, Nate Diaz will be Nate Diaz. He'll be all bloody, but he'll come out. and He'll well, he won't be able to flip anybody off because he'll have boxing gloves on. But, but he'll but he'll do his thing, and then he'll start picking him apart, and he can end up finishing it. You yeah, know? with a submission.
1: You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> might do it anyway. Just yeah. watch. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, no. Um, you, yeah, I do realize that the Diaz stamina, both him and his brother. You know, they have. That fucking never-ending fucking zombie-like, you know, um, stamina. So, yeah, it, it very well could happen. Um, with, I don't know, with the matchup, I really, I guess I would favor Paul. Just because, um, you know, in his in his last couple fights, he's shown that he's able to really um, not wind himself. He's not just going to go out there and just throw, you know, aimlessly. The dude just... Tries to set up his punch and tries to set it up and throws it, and you know, tries to that's his thing, that's what he's mm-hmm. really trying to do. So, um, yeah, you know, we'll have to see how it goes. Um, I'd really like to see Diaz fucking knock him out. That would be if Diaz knocks him out, then that's gonna be the end of fucking the Paul shit. Do You realize that? I
0: think so. You don't, think, you don't think the DSs will just take it and run with it from there?
1: I mean, the fucking Jake Paul still has his fucking MMA debut to make, so we'll have to see how that
0: works That's out. That's a good point.
1: I mean, are they going to fucking, is the PFL going to fucking hire CM Punk to come back for one last fight? I would watch that.
0: I would watch a legit MMA fight between Jake Paul and In CM, CM Punk? Punk. I would. You didn't I mean, learn from any of the last year <laughs> Punk fights, huh? Yeah, well, I'm not sure either one of them learned <laughs> anything, so that's why I think I'd watch it. I'd be, yeah. like, be like, let's see who sucks worse. <laughs> I don't
1: know. Um, yeah. Um, last week, there was, uh, or a couple weeks ago, there was some news that came out just right before we uh, did the show and um, just barely slipped by us. Um... Francis Ngannou, reportedly, go into um, a couple different promotions, um, went to BKFC, went to Bellator. They probably went to him, to be honest with you. But um, the BKFC president made a statement that Francis is, quote, maxing himself out, mm-hmm. um, that he is asking for too much money, ridiculous amount of money is what he was saying. Right. And that... Um, you know um, Francis needs to realize that the clock for his value is ticking and in so many words and uh, Scott Coker um, president of Bellator also said that they made Francis an offer and that he was asking for way too much money mm-hmm. so um, what do you think about it what do you make of that with with everything else that's happened that we talked about before
0: um, I I think Francis can do whatever he wants I ain't gonna tell him what to do. <laughs> um, but you know, this is another one of those things. Like, so how how bad does he want to fight? He might not want to fight anymore. That might be why he's asking for that. He might be like, oh, "I don't actually want to fight anymore." Yeah, like, that's true. You know, and I certainly don't want to take less money than I would make in a boxing match to fight MMA against the real contender when I can set up one big money payday with a boxing match and right off into the sunset, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like like Conor McGregor should have done.
1: I mean, yeah, the, the, that's a good point. Um also, I don't know how much I trust that you know the promoters are telling the 100% the truth. Um you know, if Francis is trying to get these same kind of things passed in their promotions that he was trying to get passed in the UFC, all this, you know, different fighter stuff. Health insurance, all the rest of that. Maybe they're like, "Dude, you're asking for way too much here. You usually get so a paycheck."
0: Right. So that's the that's the real conversation. Honestly, is as much as all of these other promoters badmouth UFC and their business model and what they do. Are they all on the same page as Dana White? And when it comes to giving one person you know, the lion's share, they don't want to upset the apple cart. They don't want to make, you know, a precedent set like that because then everyone starts asking for it. And then they don't feel like they run the organization anymore. Right. That's really what it comes down to. Right. Because,
1: I mean, it sounds like you're overthinking it a little bit too much. No, I'm just, I'm just no, No,
0: because here, here's the thing. Like, if you wanted Francis, you could have Francis. It's just a yeah. matter of how bad you want Francis. That's true. But because of how he talks about the industry and how he, like, does that does that make it so that you you actually don't want him around? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
1: Well, and the thing is, is like, Francis isn't necessarily coming out and saying anything, right? Right. So these guys are saying whatever. So, I mean, we're kind of – you're having to guess – But because, I guess my feeling is that I don't know how much I can trust them, I just take it at face value. Like, I'm like, okay, maybe that's the case. Maybe it's not the case. You know? If it is the case, like you said, I think you make a good point. Francis can do whatever he wants. You know, so if that's what he wants to do, then
0: by all means. Um, I think he is asking for too much money. But yeah. how much is too much money, right? Like, let's when we get down to it, if, if it's, mean, like, it's like...
1: I mean, yeah, it's all fucking subjective. Like, oh, he's so. only
0: asking for three million. Well, that's way too much. That's ridiculous. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? As I know. opposed to he wants $20 million in a fight, and that might actually be ridiculous. Like I know. You know, because nobody's... Because even the people that are coming out and saying this, they're not quoting you numbers. I don't you know? know. We offered yeah. him an eight-fight contract for... You know, $3 million to show, $3 million to win, and you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when you tell me he's asking for too much, but you don't tell me what he's asking for.
1: <laughs> well, and the thing, yeah, and the thing was, was like the UFC was going to offer him a lot of money too. And he turned them down because he wanted other things. So right. Right. I don't know. That's all I'm saying. It's like if right. it was about money, the UFC was going to offer him a lot of fucking money. Right.
0: So. So it's probably not about money. And, and and I honestly didn't think he'd sign with another MMA promotion until after he'd had his boxing fight. Anyway. Exactly. Exactly. So Yeah. That's true.
1: Um and then uh Pereira, after his uh loss to Adesanya, um yeah, he's three and one. Yeah, um yeah. he uh <clears throat> is talking about wanting to go to two oh five. And Says that that's
0: so we ta- so remember resigned. we talked about this yes. one of my previous shows yep. because win or lose that's where I thought he was going yep. yep. and so all the evidence I've seen just reinforces my stance I think it's a done deal I think that's where Dana wants him to go I think that's where he wants to go
1: yeah no Dana's come out and said that like that's where he's going and they're just trying to find who they want to have the fight against or who is going to accept the fight or however it works mm-hmm. out you know, but that's what they're looking at now. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, I mean, what do you think?
0: I mean, the thing about it is that there's, you know, Izzy should be the one going to 205. You know, there, there just aren't that many matchups for Israel Adesanya at 185. You know, to his credit, having cleaned out pretty much everybody in the top 10, right? Right. Um, but but, Prajita hasn't. So there were fresh matchups at 185 for him. Mm-hmm. But given his age and his weight cut, I'm sure it's going to be so much easier on him to go to 205. Right. Um, And so where does that leave Izzy? If he goes to 205 too, he's going to have to fight Pereira again. And I know he doesn't want to fight Pereira again. Right. So.
1: Yeah. Um. No, I mean, all those are good points. I, I told you, you know, like last time that I thought that um, – there was not only was there a lot of good matchups still middleweight, but that, you know, I, I didn't think he was going to lose. But if he did, I mean, it, it only makes sense to have the rematch. I mean, to have the trilogy fight. I mean, that's how I, I think so. Um, but in all honesty, if he's not asking for it, then it's like. Whatever he wants. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that should, that, that's how it should be. It shouldn't be whatever the fuck I want. You right. know what I'm saying? Right, I mean, I'm interested to see that fight. Yeah, that's what makes sense to me. But at the same time, if he's like, no, I want to go 205, he's like, dude, I want to fucking... The dude is a fucking giant in that division. Huge, dude. Yeah. And so if he's like, I'm done fucking cutting that weight, I got the title, I'll leave, you know? I mm-hmm. mean, he's got 3-1 over the dude. He's not really losing anything, you know? So,
0: I mean... So No, so the other thing I've noticed about uh Baheda is he's such a polar opposite from Israel Adesanya. Yeah. Like he's very mature, yeah, he's very classy. No. It like that kind of stuff doesn't bother him. Even no. his statement after the fight he was like, Yeah, you know, he he got me. Yeah. <laughs> it was good. Yeah. You know, like it was, it's like nothing to this guy. So yeah. no, I don't think he has any problems. You know, going up to two hundred five, I think he'll be happier there. I think his training will be easier. But there. what do you?
1: Yeah, what do you think? Like as far as like matchups, you think like how do you think he would do against like I don't know Johnny Walker, or Anthony Smith, or any, any of those well, guys. I think Jan he beats Black those against... guys.
0: I think Yan presents a more difficult challenge because Yan can actually wrestle. Yeah, and he's big and he's strong. Yeah. Um. So that that presents <clears throat> an interesting um dynamic. I mean, who else do we have? Like Uncle Iev could be, I mean, unless he decides to stand. Um, but I, I think we've, I think we've pretty much learned I, that. You
1: can't count uh, out Nikita. That's all I'm saying. Okay? Sure.
0: I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm counting out Nikita Krylov. <laughs> you can't I'm, count I'm him, counting out. him out. No, you can't count him out.
1: I'm, I'm, um... I'm
0: counting out. I think we've learned that you have to, um, you have to clinch or wrestle behada. Mm-hmm. You can't stand with him. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I know Izzy got the knockout, mm. but he wasn't winning that fight and he had four tries. <laughs> it's funny how time. it was
1: like a reverse of like the fight from before cuz the fight from before Izzy was winning the fight then he got knocked out.
0: Right, right.
1: In this fight he was losing the fight right. and then he got And and, then and knocked also out.
0: Izzy is a very very talented striker, so the fact that he got a knockout shouldn't make <laughs> Everyone else think that they have a chance at knocking him out. That's not
1: Well, I mean, anybody else has a chance at knocking him out, but I okay. know I know what you're saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean I mean, so yeah. Um realistically, I think that the UFC as far as matching up, I think that it'll only make sense if they put him against like Jan or Uncle Laiev, is who I think.
0: Hmm. Okay.
1: Because, just because of that, because they're the top, if he gets a win over either of them, then he is right there to take on the winner, which would be fucking amazing if we could get it, the winner of fucking uh, Hill versus Yuri. Well,
0: so, right, but Cause that... that's 'cause
1: Because that's what we want to see. We want to see, like, striking at its, like, top-notch form. We want to see, you know, that, that that's really what we want to see.
0: Well, I want to see Yuri versus Prajada.
1: I mean, me too, but I would love to see, you know, I'd love to see the winner of Hill versus Yuri fight prayer. You know, I wish that if Pereira had won the if he had kept the title, then he could have this bargaining chip to be like, I'm going to
0: come up and fight the champion, you know what I'm saying? This is the thing about Hill though. Like Hill technically has a belt without fighting anybody in the top 5 to get that. Well, so well, yeah. so who did he beat? Tiago Santos. Okay. Not a win that has aged well. <laughs> Okay, and then Glover.
1: I mean, but okay, but if Tiago Santos had knocked out that dude in the PFL in his first fight, then maybe it would be a different story. Then, right,
0: but, but he didn't, <laughs> though, is the, is the thing. This, and this is how it goes. So you're looking at Jamal Hill, who didn't have to fight Jan or Ankolaev or Rakic or Anthony Smith like I mean, you keep going down the list and you're like okay who who's the last guy in the top 10 that he did fight I'll
1: be honest with you I definitely favor Yuri in the fight 100% I do but at the same time it's like styles make fights and he and he's a powerful striker and so maybe it could pre- present some problems for Yuri could I don't know and you so I, that's why I want to see you I want to see the fight so I'm not interested in counting him out yet and so I'm like but realistically the winner of that fighting Alex would be fucking would be fireworks. So that's what makes sense to me, that's what probably makes sense to the UFC. So in order for them to make that happen, he's going to have to fight either Ankalaev or Blakowicz. Has to.
0: Okay? So realistically, Jiri and Jamal have not has not been scheduled yet and it can't be because Jiri's not healthy. Back from injury. Yeah. Okay. So does Jamal take a fight in the meantime? Well, to be honest with
1: you, he already has the storyline with Alex. So does would they put Paris just straight in for a title shot?
0: I think they should.
1: I mean, I think they should, too. But, I mean, we're kind of living in fucking... I mean, we're letting him come in, even though he's a former champion, and skip the entire fucking division.
0: Yep. <laughs> yep. I mean,
1: I want to see it, but I don't know if it's fucking.
0: Well, so that, because there's different ways we look at it right I know, because, I know. Because yeah, we I don't look know at if it from it's fans ethical. Perspective. Well, yeah. And, and I yeah. would agree with you, it's yeah. not. Yeah. But but just speaking from the fans' perspective, that's the fight I want to see.
1: I agree. I agree. I agree. With that hat, if I put that hat on, I vote aye.
0: And I would also like you to have Jen and Magomed Ankolaev rematch each other the very first Ugh. fight on an early, early prelim where no one's going to watch it
1: and they have to have a finish <laughs> or else they just both fight <laughs> until the end of eternity I'm
0: telling you man I I just don't I'm so not about either one of those guys <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean but let's be honest, okay? Stylistically, it just it it just it made the the dullest fight like, it really yeah, did. Yeah, okay? it did. Yeah. So, because when Jan was fucking in control in the beginning and kicking it, it wasn't very entertaining. And then when Ankalaev took it over on the ground, he wasn't doing anything no. with it. And so it was like, what the fuck are we watching yeah. here? So, like, I agree with you. But at the same time, that's just because those two fought each other. If they fight anybody else, it could be a completely different matchup. Could be. Could be. And so I'd be interested to see Alex fight either of those two guys. I really think that, you know, I don't know. I mean... I'm really interested to see how well he's going to be able to deal with somebody who has a elevated ground game. That's all I'm saying. You know? When he gets to somebody like one of these guys that's a wrestler. I mean, I think he's going to be able to handle his own, but at the same time, we haven't seen it yet. So...
0: See, I don't think so, which is why I don't want to see it. Yeah? Yeah.
1: I mean, all things considered, you're probably right, but I'm just saying. He's been training fucking with Glover, and I mean, they have to be fucking being like dude. He like,
0: has. He has, but but you don't make significant gains this late stage in your career in this little amount of time, especially in wrestling. And, and, you know, you just, you just don't. And at middleweight he had the size and the hype to be able to negate a lot of that. He's really good with range. That's not going to be the case so much at two Oh five.
1: Yeah. I mean, that, that is true, which makes it interesting with a lot of the other matchups. Um, uh, the dude still has a lot of fucking power, you know. He's oh got yeah. A fucking rifle. Oh fucking, yeah. So, um, yeah, we'll have to see. Yeah. Could be good. Um. Also, um, the last couple weeks, uh, crypted message from Habib, talking about uh, it was a like a fucking tweet or a fucking post on fucking something, and it was him training like on a treadmill on some sort of elliptical or something. And um, it said, you know, ready for July, was all he said. So what... Possibly, could it be? I don't know, but it's definitely not MMA or boxing or anything that's like really combat related. It's got to be like (laughs) fucking like chess, where they get all get together (laughs) and like stand on the board and set different pieces, and then fucking.
0: I mean, you don't don't think it'll be some sort of like exhibition grappling match? Yes, of
1: course. That's obvious. Is that what you think
0: it'll be? Okay, okay.
1: Yeah, and it will probably be—I don't know—he'll probably do something maybe for his own promotion.
0: You know, know. he—he could just be. Just he could just be talking about Islam for all we know.
1: Oh, he's gonna go start training. He's training to get ready to go train to help Islam. That's what you're saying. I don't.
0: You know, I don't know. I know.
1: I know. That's not fighting.
0: It's it's that's not going to be in the UFC. It's not going to be MMA. It's, it's not going to be boxing. It's, it's not. But I but not. I guess I could see some sort of exhibition grappling match. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. You don't think BKFC got him? You don't think that.
0: I don't. As much as I would love (laughs) for that to be the case, I just don't. Can you
1: imagine how crazy that would be if it was like BKFC has signed Habib?
0: I think that'd be awesome. (laughs) He's like, my dad never said anything about (laughs) fair knuckle boxing. Well, right, because it wouldn't mess up his MMA record, you know? Yeah. It's never going to happen,
1: but it's a nice thought. No, definitely Um, not. Also, uh, you know, this week, big news was uh, Oliveira got pulled out of his uh, fight versus Darius in yeah. the next pay per view Yeah. Um, I believe that there was another fight that also um, got suffered from that main card and so there's only three fights now on that card coming up um, and so they're trying to scramble and figure out who to plug in there um, I think that as of this broadcast the most likely is going to be Gilbert Burns and they're trying to figure out who it's going to be. There was some talk of Dustin Bo- Poirier. of Bilal, and then there was the Dustin Poirier. Um, what do you think? What are your thoughts?
0: So I think they need to stop yanking Darius around, and I think he should be 100%. fighting Islam. 100%. Um, that would be ideal let's give the man a shot i'm not saying he's the first you're gonna win but that fight needs to happen i mean Dude, nobody
1: nobody has ever been more deserving ever of a title shot ever let's just put that out there
0: right um so looking for somebody to replace Oliveira. that's up at the top there if it's not islam because islam's one of those guys that doesn't fight during ramadan so he no. might not fight until it's over freaking october anyway right like
1: well yeah i think it's like july or something maybe is it okay so
0: august yeah but they don't even train during ramadan so it still have to be like december yeah but um so that would be ideal we'd want to find somebody who's up there that could that Daryush could fight yeah okay but barring that like it's like you were saying because the rumors we've heard have been centered around um gilbert um I, i mean I think I would prefer the Bilal fight because I don't know what he has to gain from fighting Poirier.
1: Yeah. Um, that's what I wanted to see, too. Um, and then Bilal wanted it to be a catchweight. And then uh, Burns was like, dude, fuck you. Okay. Like, like we're fighting for the division. I mean, that, you know?
0: that's exactly what that would be. That would yeah. be...
1: Yeah. And so he was like... And so Bilal was like... I don't know why you wouldn't want to do a catchway with a guy that just came off the couch and blah 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 and I was just like, God damn it. Because like I'm a big Bilal fan and I'm just like, right. dude, you're fucking this up, dude. You know? It's hard carrying that fucking Palestine flag to get a fucking title shot in the guy you know what I'm it's saying? So I'm just true. saying. No, it's so so it's so just like, dude, like you're fucking it's so
0: true. <laughs> you're... So he needs he needs things to break his way. Yeah. Right? Because there's another guy, just like Dariush, who's put in the time, who's had the mm-hmm. fights, who's mm-hmm on a streak and you can't count the no contest I poked Leon Edwards like yeah. Ballal and Leon is the fight that should be happening.
1: I agree. I mean we've talked enemy. about this at yeah. length. So like you're not you're preaching to the choir over here. Uh yeah. Um but <laughs> no, but seriously, um, you know, and then you got fucking um, you know, you got fucking Colby also button in and putting his whole like I'm definitely getting the tile shot. It's definitely happening. I mean it's fucking yeah, I mean, but but let's not let's not get down the Colby hole. I'm just saying that...
0: <laughs> we have to for a second, though, because <laughs> did you see his tweet where he's like, talking mad shit about Bilal, or no, about Gilbert yeah. Burns, and he's like, what are you talking about? You're so full of that. You can't get a title shot off of beating uh, George Masvidal. I didn't see that. Yeah, yeah. And what's hilarious about that is that's Colby's last last win.
1: And exactly. Well, but the (laughs) thing is the dude is a troll. So he's like a character. So like, he could be saying it to be like, like knowing, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's just like, I'm that despicable. Like the dude's a piece of shit. He is that. Don't get me wrong. He's a piece of (laughs) shit. But the thing is, is like, even if he's playing it, like whatever. But like, the thing is, is that, you know, he came out and he was like, Leon has to fight me or he'll be stripped. And now we've got this like open spot here. You know, it's like, you know, I don't know. We could have, you know, Burns versus Colby, maybe. We could have yeah, Yes, I that's mean, a fight that
0: should happen as well. I'd yeah, be happy with that. Yeah. I'd be um, happy with Bilal versus Colby.
1: Yeah, I would I would too. Even catch weight, you know. <laughs> um yeah, I would be interested to see I'm really interested to see how it all works out. But if it is Burns versus Poirier, which is the most likely at this
0: time. Right.
1: Whatever fucking time it is on the date it is. I know. Um
0: what do you think? I just don't get what that does for either one of them. I mean, Mad props to him Because it saves the card right? I'll be
1: honest with you It doesn't make a lot of sense To me either I mean when you look at The welterweight division rankings well,
0: And plus um, And plus Poirier's not winning that fight Yeah Like Poirier's a lightweight Burns has turned into A legitimate 170 pounder He can strike He can get you down And submit you And we've seen A lot of people Take Dustin down And Dustin's yeah. been submitted Like yeah. That's not No exactly Dustin's not winning that fight no, I mean. So, yeah, taking it and having it be all exhibition style and saving the card because they're both names—that's great. I'm sure it'll be what exciting. Mean, what do you
1: mean exhibition style?
0: Because it doesn't—it doesn't further either one of their careers. Oh, you or mean the just to have the fight? Either.
1: Just to have the fight.
0: Well, it's like you know um, when You're not Anderson Silva yeah. stepped up and fought Daniel Cormier to save the card. Like it was part of Dustin Poirier's overall master plan to make a run at the Bell to 170. Then it makes total sense, right? I mean, he's not, he's
1: not doing anything at 155. He does like, he is at like the top of the division. He is like the second, but like, you know, he's not, I don't know.
0: Well, so he's, so based on where he's at at 155, he's one win away from possible title shot, depending on how things shake down, right?
1: Yes. Yeah, no, you're right. So he could take this fight versus Burns and see how it shakes out. Wouldn't put it in his favor, but if he was able to get the win then maybe he'd go for a title shot at welterweight. But I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Like, he is number two, and there's been other fighters like Darius, right? For instance, that they were like – there was an interview I seen where Darius was like, yeah, like, I should be the next up for the title. He was like, but when I went and talked to the UFC, they were like, there's other guys above you like Dustin Poirier is what what he said.
0: Right. So So if Dustin Poirier – wants to save the card and take a short notice fight, why not step it in against Benil Dariush? That's a good fight.
1: Yeah, I mean, it is a good fight. It is. And, I mean, if yeah, if Dariush would do that, I I I I think he would do it. He was saying something about that they already offered him so that what they did was they offered him the rematch versus Oliveira. Well, not the rematch, but the to do the Oliveira fight again and do it in like July. And he was like, I'll agree to that. If, um, I get an automatic title shot. If he backs out and if he backs out, I get a pay increase for something. Right. And then they were like, okay, deal. So then he was like, all right, now I have an insurance policy. If Oliveira doesn't make it. Cause he said he was really pissed off that Olivera couldn't make, it, which is understandable. Yep, you for know? Sure, for um, sure. so yeah, seems like my whole thing with telling you all that was just to say that um, seems like, you know, Darius is tied up. So I, I'd be interested to see it too, but I don't think it's going to happen.
0: Okay, all right. So that, Well, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, again, I'm going to be excited to see a fight between Burns and Poirier if that's what they decide to make. It's just, you know, a, a win over Poirier doesn't do much for Burns at this point. And... Right. and I guess it probably would do a lot for for Dustin even if he wasn't planning a permanent move to 170 because that's a big feather in your cap, right? right. Beating beating Burns, but right. um yeah, I just don't see him winning.
1: Yeah, um I don't I wouldn't either. Crazier things have happened though. True. Very so that's true. why we watch it. Um all right. Well, looks like we're done with the hot takes.
0: No more hot takes. Um Spotlight fights? <laughs> <laughs> nope. <it's laughs> You've got mail.
1: It's time for Ask the Cast. All right. <clears throat> All right. So let's see. We got some uh, fan questions coming in. Um, hey, guys. Love the show. My question is, can PFL compete with other top MMA promotions?
0: Um, it, short answer, it... It could. It could. Possibly. Is it right now? Like, if you divide it up...
1: Well, obviously not now. Obviously not now, right? I mean, but... but Based on the fact that it has this different structuring... They would keep talking about this fucking point system, right? Right, right. Can it compete with the other top promotions? Because it's the only one of its kind that's like that.
0: Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think it could. I think... It should, like, it, it, I want it to. I want it to get big enough to where it's taken a big enough piece of the pie where the other organizations are going to have to look at what they do. And if not, have a season, at least do some tournament style things. Like, yeah. I really think that's um, where this needs to be. I also like um, one of the things I've noticed about Americans and the sports that they really like is they really like statistic based sports. Right. You know Americans really like to throw out a million and one numbers about whatever team or whatever player that that they like, and generally speaking, MMA isn't set up that way, right? Like you can't be like, oh well, so and so should have the odds because statistically, right, right, he you know does this or this and this. Yeah, because you never know. It right, all exactly. On how yeah. Right, exactly. Um, <clears throat> but one of the things that the PFL really does is it really leans into the statistical part of... I'm sure. ...of their fights. You know, their measurings... To a flaw? Could be. Could be. Absolutely. But but I think if you were going to lean one way or the other, that's the way to lean and see if you can get the American viewers to start grabbing that and start, you know, using that. Well, according to PFL statistics, so-and-so does this. So-and-so throws strikes at this speed. You're, no, you're
1: right. You're right. You make a good point because a lot of um, s- sports you know, is heavily um, surrounded with statistics. And there's a lot of fans that really get into the right. statistics side. So, I mean, I definitely see what you're saying. I've never been one of those people. So like, I don't think about it, but like, you're right. right. That, that, that does make a lot of sense. Um, I like though, what you said before about the, you want it to be, because right. here's the thing. We all should want the PFL to be the number one leak. Like we should, because what that would set as a precedent would be league style, you know, open and other maybe fight promotion champions coming and being part of the league. Right. And then it going through and having a like winner of the year because it does, it's not like a real champion. It's like the champion of the year. You know what I'm saying? No, I do. Like it could be a hat type promotion for these other promotions. I mean, you know, um, structurally, yeah, it, it would yeah. be awesome. You know, and so I, I am with you that I really, really, really want it to. Um, will it? I don't know. If they keep fucking up with their fight order, then <laughs>
0: that's so that and that's that's exactly why they wouldn't. Yes, right, yeah. is because of that. So they could if they can fix those types of yeah, things exactly. if they can and, fix. And,
1: and they're and they're a new i mean the world series of fighting was around a while ago but then they sold out they got new owners it's a new right. company they're going through growing pains mm-hmm. they're trying to figure it out They're, you know i, I think they're doing a good job I, I don't mean to fucking you know whatever criticize them too harshly but at the same time yeah um to answer the question um Can it compete with others? Yes, it can, and hopefully, like like I said, hopefully it would be like the top. It would be like where all the other promotions would send their champions, and then once a year we'd get like a you know K one style fucking tournament, and it's like all right, let's take all the fucking best champions, let's put them together, let's see who fucking comes out because it you'd never fucking know. I mean, there'd be the fucking likelihood that there would be the favorite that would be the UFC. I mean. All things considered, depending on in this futuristic world what's going on, it'd probably be one by that time. But let's just be <laughs> honest. Um, but do you know what I'm saying?
0: I do. It'd I be do. awesome. Um, no, because I do. I, I like that. I like that you would have a season, a seasonal league. Then you'd have playoffs mm-hmm. where you're whittling it down till you have the final two contenders, and then you have you know. I mean, I, I always liked the name World Series of Fighting. I thought that was a cool name. Yeah. Um, but Professional Fighters League, it's mm-hmm. a league like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like everything about that, and yeah. it would be it would be nice to see that. I mean, in our in our wildest dreams, could we ever hope to see that, you know?
1: I don't know. And maybe not the champions, because if you took the champions out, then those other promotions wouldn't do too good. But maybe you could take, like, the fucking Dark Horses out of all of them or the guys that are, like, most deserving and put them through something, and then whoever ends up winning that can, like, go to their promotion and be like, give me a fucking title shot. Right, you know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, we could do something like that, too, yeah. you know? I mean, um, it would give everybody a lot more invested interest mm. in what the structure of the pfl is and what they hope to accomplish and others you know um taking advantage of it so i don't know it'd be nice um let's go to another question hello believe i heard you to condone pirating pay-per-views if so why okay well that's Really interesting question. Will
0: this is a slippery slope? Um, <laughs> no, I'll take the
1: question. No, I'm just kidding.
0: no. Go for it. Um, yeah, what are your what are your feelings on that? And and not trying to be hypocritical about the fighter pay situation, and then not paying for pay per views. Is that you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't
1: see it hypocritical at all. And I'll tell you why. Okay,
0: no, please. So.
1: Not many years ago the UFC w- was on the pay-per-view model and they were stating that they wanted to be recognized as a you know one of the top uh, sporting um, one of the w- they wanted MMA to be considered one of the top sports because at that time it was still like there's football basketball, baseball and the UFC is like this its own thing yeah. right It hadn't yeah. been fully accepted yet and the UFC was like, look as soon as we get full acceptance, these pay-per-views they keep going up in price we're gonna be done with this we're gonna have you know it set up so that um we'll have sponsorship we'll have everything taken care of it'll be like an actual sport where you tune in and you watch it on whatever on all the you know basic channels or whatever you know and um And when that time came, they decided that it was going to be, they were going to continue to do pay-per-view and continue to upcharge the pay-per-views and just in price gouge the fan for every bit that they can. And it was like, dude, I'm not, I mean, I've been fucking supporting the UFC from like back before it was like illegal and then when it was illegal like after it came out of that time still like during the fucking ken shamrock coming back and doing versus tito ortiz doing all that shit i mean tim Sylvia, the heavyweight champion i mean fan through like all that stuff and then you know to get to that point where the UFC's like don't worry we're gonna fix this it's not gonna be forever and then they're like actually it's gonna be forever and we're gonna want more <laughs> fucking money I was like, all right, dude. So, and the and the and the fighters. The thing about it with the fighters, is I'm all about the fighters getting more money. Thing is, the fighters aren't doing a lot really themselves to be getting a bigger chunk of the pie. They know that they get served considerably less than a lot of right. the other promotions. They continue right. to stay in it because of the platform that they have and how everybody else considers the UFC. But at the same time, if anything. It, how i see it it's it's the exact same it's the exact same thing you're literally doing the same thing where the company's getting too greedy so fighters are doing their part fans are doing their part and there's still a lot a lot of fans out there that are giving up a fucking oh yeah seventy five hundred dollars every fucking month so
0: well and i know i mean especially back in the day i know just like me you were you're buying DVDs. Yeah. You know, yeah. we wait dude, for an event dude, to come I, out. Dude, dude.
1: I fucking went to the fucking shit. I went to different events, you know, and yeah. those fucking things cost money, you know, and just like, I mean, all that. I mean, a, a fan, you know, through and through, but at the same time, it's like, you see the way things are going with the sport and how it's just, you know, and not just with the sport. There's a lot of things that are becoming real predatory. We don't, we, we don't need to cover all that in this podcast. I'm just saying that like, with the, with the pirating, with the way it is, that's what. Pirating is there for. It's there for once he gets to a point where they're trying to take any form of media and, and gatekeep it, then it becomes mm-hmm. something that everybody shares in, you know, because it because it is. So uh, I am a fan, um, and I have condoned it, and I will continue to con- condone it, and that's my position. But I know that you don't share that position.
0: Uh, I, I, I'm not that far off. I just... There are... Like what kills me are these really, really weak pay-per-view cards, and those are definitely the ones I'm, I'm pirating. But <laughs> but you throw, you know, three title fights or some really big names on a pay-per-view card, and mainly just because I don't want my stream to cut out while I'm watching a really good fight is my motivation to pay for the pay-per-view. But, That's
1: true. That's true. That is 100% a fact.
0: But, but like I said, if it's, you know, if I've got I, there's no way I can say this without <laughs> pissing people off. If there are some fights I'm not super excited for on a pay-per-view, I'm going to pirate that shit. Okay?
1: <laughs> uh, I, think, I think there's a lot of people that feel the same way you do. I'm probably one of the extremists on the other side. And then there's extremists on the other side that are like, fuck you. I'm paying for everything. That's just how it has to be. Right. Right. And so somehow between all of us, we make a balance. But I fly my fucking pirate well, flag. Well, the deal
0: so. with and the deal with ESPN the way it is now anyway, UFC isn't even pocketing the pay per view dollars anymore. Right? Yeah,
1: and I mean I definitely don't pirate anything. This is all a joke. This is all. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: no but, don't, don't come look for my shit. But so the so so ESPN now pays the UFC a flat rate for all of their
1: right, um, right, cards. Yeah. So
0: they're so ESPN is the one pocketing any extra uh, pay per view dollars. Yeah, no, you're which right. Which would be Disney. Yeah. So it's not that like... That fucking mouse is it, taking your money. That's what <laughs> a fucking <laughs> mouse. a fucking rat bastard. <laughs> Literally. That fucking okay. rat. So, but, th- but the point being is like you're not going to... Somehow increase fighter pay by paying for pay per views, right? Like, no, uh,
1: I mean if that was the case, the fighters would be making a substantial amount. Right. I mean, in comparison to all the other fight promotions, let's be honest. Yeah, you yeah. probably spend more on one pay per view than you do on all watching all the other fight promotions.
0: Oh yeah, guaranteed. So
1: I mean, that's all I'm saying. So it's just like, yeah, dude, yeah, they're making fucking hand over fist. I mean, printing money pretty much over over mm-hmm. there, and uh, you know, and that's why we fucking. Sound that fucking alarm Where it's like Jesus Christ I mean we don't need to get Like Full socialist But like At least give the fucking fighters An equal cut I mean yep. Jesus yep. Not that I'm against socialism <laughs> not, not that I'm for it Um Alright So <laughs> Moving on Uh We got one more question here We got um uh, Okay Another WWE question Given the WWE And UFC merge Is it better for athletes To go from WWE To UFC Or from UFC To WWE
0: I mean, probably from UFC to WWE, don't you think?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think that if you're going to be, you know, full live combat scenario, you'd want to do it when you were younger. And so your body can handle it better and you can bounce back from it better and all the rest of that. And then as you get older, you know get into professional wrestling where it still takes a lot out of your body but it's more about the mind than i mean it's 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 different it's like a physical performance than it is like actual combat competing you know what i'm saying um and so yeah i think that that probably makes sense to me but at the same time it's not that you can if you went the other way i mean without people that went the other way we wouldn't have like sakuraba and everything that he's brought forth, right? You know right, what I'm saying? So right. there's been a lot of other legends and a lot of other people that have come into the game from the other way. So I'm not saying that like one's better than the other. I'm just saying like from an outsider's perspective, we're not. Well, yeah, from an outsider's perspective, from just being able to like think about it from the physical part, that would that would probably make the best sense to me. Um, but yeah, I'm sure that there's I'm sure that there's uh, strengths that you would get from doing the pro wrestling first then coming into mma you know what i'm saying right um i'm sure that like balance and you know depending on what you did in professional wrestling um you know being able to uh i don't know like hold your body weight being able to you know maneuver yourself there could be a whole you know that's how you could end up with like um what's his name uh not uh but um uh, your, your boy, the guy that, um, light heavyweight is always doing all the flips and shit. You know what I'm
0: talking about? The Brazilian dude? Not Michelle Pena? Yeah, Michelle Pena. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's 170 pounder.
1: Oh, he's 170. Well, he's a big fucking He's huge. Yeah. He's huge. So, anyways, so, but that's what I'm saying. You could end up with people like that. I don't know. Maybe he did for wrestling. Maybe he didn't. If he didn't, he did some sort of acrobatic shit before. I'm just saying you could bring in elements. My whole spiel about the goddamn thing is just that you could bring in certain elements into MMA that could end up being a really good, sh- you know, strength uh, and advantage.
0: Right. So, so I'm just saying. No, I and I and I agree and I think I think the biggest one would be the wrestling. Right. Um the one thing they don't seem to have
1: But they don't really is... do wrestling in in professional wrestling. I mean, you want like college collegiate wrestling in the UFC wrestling.
0: I think it's, it's 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 mic I, work. I, I think their wrestling is very is very underrated. You're right. The mic work oh. is what gets them paid. But these guys well, we do gotta watch have, some DVDs. Dude. These, guys, <laughs> dude, these guys do have some wrestling, uh, bro. They do have some wrestling pedigree. Where I think they lack is the striking. Like nobody's technically striking over there in the WWE. Like period at all.
1: So I'm gonna be honest with you. Okay. As far as... I don't watch the shit nowadays, but the only people that they have that are going to be, like, that kind of good, like, wrestling, to give, like, to help the attribute of wrestling into MMA would be people that wrestled before they went to WWE. Right. That's all I'm saying. Because the rest of them, that's what they're there for. So they they're the so, so
0: they didn't all come from wrestling? No. Where did no. they come from?
1: They come from all over the place. Some of them, like... Some of them come from... Uh, there's a dude. You don't know how many of them, how many times, because I don't even watch this stuff anymore. But like around like WrestleMania season, you start seeing a bunch of promos and shit like that that start coming up everywhere. And one of the superstars uh, th- that um, was doing this thing was like they were talking about um, who like what they thought about wrestling, professional wrestling, and they you don't know how many times they're like. Well, before I did this I never even knew anything about it or cared about it. But then I was like working out and somebody was like, Oh, you could make some money doing this and then I started doing it and then mm. you know what I'm saying? Because it's 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 not it's it's there is you know controlling body movement and being able to do certain things but a lot more of it is about like balancing being able to tell a story with you know in the ring um the psychology around it it's not a lot of like physical skill level i mean there's physical parts to it but it's not like in a transition into like combat is all i'm saying You your body you got to get your body like built up in order to take the bumps right. and do that and to look the part right. so you, you know what i'm saying yeah. that helps but that's not like everybody who has muscles isn't necessarily the best fighter I mean we can you know what I'm saying
0: yes so yes.
1: um so yeah
0: yeah no I, I just thought like you wrestled in high school you wrestled in college and then you, and you became, went to professional wrestling and, and then, yeah no, and, and then you either you either became a wrestling coach or you went to professional wrestling
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, see this, this is why we have these conversations
0: no this is, I'm, I'm learning yeah. all sorts of stuff this is good
1: yeah um, yeah, so I think we're both on the same agreement that it makes logical sense, all things t- considered, for to go UFC to WWE, then to go WWE to, w- to UFC, or MMA, rather. Let's just, I mean, that was the question, but professional wrestling, from MMA to professional wrestling, rather than professional wrestling to MMA.
0: Well, because, I mean, the UFC and the WWE, is, that's the merger, so that's why it makes sense yeah. that you would be you know, more likely to make that switch because of the merger, right? Right.
1: No, exactly. Exactly. And I think that's why the question came up. But but at the same time, yeah, I'm just saying, could be anywhere around, you know? Right, right. So, all right. What time is it? All right. Spotlight Fights. Spotlight Fights. (laughs) (laughs) Let's
0: spotlight some upcoming fights. All All right. So... Um, one of the ones I'm really excited about of course uh, Volkanovski versus Yair mm, Rodriguez fine it is um, time I'm I'm happy for a lot of reasons one um, I like that Volk's staying active I like that he's not hanging out at 155 trying to do all that thing I like that he's um, getting 145 moving again and uh, I agree and I like watching Yair fight I'm excited to see what he's got I think he stands a very good chance yep. Um yep Against Volkanovski, I think if Volkanovski's smart, he will wrestle the shit out of Yair. Because <laughs> if he doesn't, I think he's taking a head kick or a knee or an elbow to the dome, and it's going to put him <laughs> here's in the trouble. Thing.
1: You're right. But here's the thing. This is why I love Volkanovski, okay? Because you're right, and he does realize that, and he's going to take down Yair and punish him, but he's also going to stand with him, okay? Volkanovski's a fucking psycho like that. He's going to fucking stand with it. And if he ends up getting fucking hurt, he'll take him back down and fucking hold him there for a while and beat on him. And maybe he won't let him back up. But at one point or another, he's going to let him stand. Okay?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: and I don't just mean, like, at the beginning of the round. I'm just saying, like, he's going to, like, let it play out to see. Because he, he believes in himself, too. Like, he thinks he's, you know, as on a well different he, level. As
0: well he should. Yeah, exactly. As well he should. Yeah. Because he is... 100%. He is on a, on a whole other level yeah. as as far as MMA as a whole goes. Yeah. I mean he beat up as, the champion
1: above him, so.
0: But as far as right. yeah, sure, but Islam is nowhere near the creative and technical striker that, that Yair, Yair is. is.
1: No, 100%. No. This yeah, is yeah, yeah, yeah. And,
0: and this is this is where it gets dangerous because mm. Yair hurts people. Yeah. He he does. He'll find it. He'll set it up. Yeah. He's really creative. The only way you don't get touched up fighting Yair is by taking it to the ground. And Volk giving up the range, the reach, and the height like he is, he's really going to need to be clinching. He's really going to need to be, like, we've seen it. Like, And I know that he has great performances against... Good strikers, right, he could right, get right. Max, you yeah. know, but Max was willing to let him dart in and out, and Max isn't really a kicker.
1: No, that's Yair's true.
0: Yeah, not gonna let you get away with that.
1: I mean, he's yeah, I mean, he throws kicks, but you're right, not to the level of Yeah, I mean, yeah, not even close. his game is almost like built around throwing kicks. You exactly, know? So, exactly. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, it's funny because fucking. The goddamn fucking fight world moves so fast that it seems like it was years ago that that we were at this point, even though it it wasn't years ago. Um, <laughs> that I mean, that Volkanovski, um, you know, that Yair won against Emmett, and that Volkanovsky lost the decision um, to Islam, and right. we knew that this fight was going to happen. Right. And then it seems like a lot has happened since then. Yeah. Um. But. Yeah, um, to know that the, that we're finally going to get to this fight and see it. Um, yeah, I think I think I still favor Volk in the fight. Yeah, you're, like you said, very dangerous. Um, just Volk's on a different level, man. He's on a fucking different level. He is, level.
0: and he should be heavily favored by all mm-hmm. by all accounts. However, I'm most likely going to be putting some money on Yair in this uh, fight. Yeah,
1: I know you are. I know you are. Like, I know you are.
0: Like, he's... He's, and, and this could be like the Ortega fight where, you know, um, Volkanovski's winning the bulk of it but gets caught in something but manages to fight his way out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it might look a lot like um, Carlos Condit in GSP. Where mm-hmm. he was getting worked, but, boy, he landed that head kick,
1: mm-hmm. and that
0: was close, wasn't it? That's exactly how it could be. It could be a four-round route by Volkanovski, but he's still at some point going to get caught, and he's going to get hurt.
1: No. No, it could happen um, it's gonna happen <laughs> all right so another spotlight fight Nunez versus Pena three it's gonna be June 9th UFC 289
0: yeah I feel like that was the right fight to make right Hundred percent I mean they're one and one what do you think who you um, favor guy Peña? Tiebreaker? Yeah, uh, no too. Nunez really yeah oh. Yeah, statistically speaking, the person that wins the second fight in the trilogy wins the trilogy.
1: Uh, I'm not always and the thing is is that we got to look at that second fight, okay? Why didn't why was Nunez success, successful? Why was she?
0: She was I mean, how many times did she drop Peña?
1: Yeah, but why? Because she switched her style. Okay. Right?
0: She came in, switched but she, up her but style, she, can't she do didn't that again? she
1: didn't Well, I mean, what's she going to do? Switch back
0: well, I just don't think Pena has an answer for her. For well, her news she title. well
1: she did, because she didn't take her out, and then in the, at the end of the fight, Pena started coming back at okay. the end. All right. And so yeah, so she came out there, didn't realize what was happening, and was getting fucking bodied. I mean, dropped over and over again. I thought I thought they probably should have stopped that fight a couple of times, right? Right. It was pretty fucking close. So. And they didn't, and then it got towards the end, and then Pena was putting it coming back, and firing back, and, okay. and Nunez was tired. And I'm just like,
0: so I, want, think... I want to see the third fight. No, I do too. Yeah. Um, so you think Pena's now going to switch up her style?
1: I think that Pena's going to be ready for Amanda no matter
0: what. Okay.
1: And I think that because of that, she's not going to be caught slipping, and okay. I think that she's probably going to end up winning a decisive victory is what I think.
0: Okay. Yeah, no, I got I got Nunez. <laughs> <coughs> I, I think she's the better wrestler. I think she's the harder puncher. All right. I think as long as she doesn't gas, she's got this in the bag. Yeah? Yeah. She's getting older, my friend. That's very true. And she, uh, who knows how much desire she's got left. Yeah. True. Like, she's a mom now and, you know.
1: I mean, yeah, she was a mom before their last fight, too.
0: Before number two? This,
1: yeah.
0: What about before the first one?
1: I don't know about the first one. Okay. I don't know. It gets real fuzzy the yeah. further that we go back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it doesn't take very far to go back anymore. So much fucking shit happening. Um all right. Uh, I'm excited about those fights. Yeah. But god damn it if I'm not excited for Moreno versus fucking Pantoja. What is this? Two? Three? What is this? Four?
0: Oh, did they fight?
1: Oh fuck yeah. They fought in They the, did, the, a Moreno yeah, one, huh? They fought before the Ultimate Fighter, I think. And then oh, they fought in the right. Ultimate Fighter.
0: Did they fight after the Ultimate Fighter, too? I'm about to find out, actually. Yeah. So, you got to go way back because he's fought Davison Vigreo four times in a row. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. See, he that's lost what I thought. to Alexander Pantoja.
1: I know. I know he did.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm just now figuring this out. Yeah, lost to him in the Ultimate Fighter. So, this was an actual. Fight night Maya versus Usman.
1: Okay, so they did fight afterwards. Yeah.
0: Okay, so yeah. you saying they also fought on the show? They
1: did, also fight in the show.
0: And you're claiming Pantoja won. <laughs> Just well, with well I, I mean, <laughs> didn't he win the season? I'm pretty sure. Um, the tough Latin. I
1: don't know. Is that what it was?
0: Uh, they had it had.
1: God, a... don't put a fucking name on it. No, it, had a,
0: it did. It had a fancy name because like. Because the Australian New Zealand tough was tough smashers or something like that. Like, remember, oh yeah, like they smashies put a, or yeah, something
1: they, like they that. They put a
0: fancy name on it, but it was it was the yeah. it was the Latin America version. It was all the, yeah. it was it was only people from
1: yeah. There was like a Brazil side and a exactly like Central American side exactly. or something. I think so. Yes. Yeah, 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 yes. I'm starting to remember that. Okay, scraping the yeah. I
0: know. It's, okay. Yeah, but um, anyways,
1: yeah. I think they fought in like the first round. Or something. Yeah, he took out Moreno in the first round.
0: Gotcha. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Um so Moreno's grown a lot since then. Yeah. So I'd like to think it would be a different fight. Um, but Pantoja's been on a tear lately. Yeah, man. I
1: know. I know. And that was crazy is cause when Moreno was getting up to the top, I knew I remember like their history and I was like, Man, like it's crazy, like Moreno's going up. And Pantoja is like, you know, kind of fighting these like no names or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. just fighting like journeymen and shit and you know, win, losing or whatever, and then all of a sudden he started putting it together and now we're now we're here and I'm like, God damn it. Like, you know, I love yeah. this matchup. No, it's
0: it's I mean, like I said, he's on a little bit of a run. I mean, he ran into Davis and Figueroa and he lost, which is probably why he Marino got the shot before mm-hmm. he did, but um, Yeah, man. I can't wait for that. That's gonna be that's gonna be a war. Yes, yes, yeah. I agree. All right, so we are
1: now to the mega fucking long preview.
0: <laughs> there are quite a few events coming up the next <laughs> couple of weeks, you guys. So pay attention because you've got your pick of the litter.
1: Yeah, I mean it's gonna be by the time we get together to do next fight card, we're gonna have a lot to talk about. So Where do you want to start?
0: Um, One 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 fighting championships Fight Night 9 Yes So Not a ton of big names It looks like they're saving them for Fight Night 10 Which Mm -hmm. is the one we're going to go to Yep But um, Simipatch Fairtex does have a band of Muay Thai fight Mm -hmm. Um, I'm looking forward to That'll be That'll be a, A really good fight to watch Um, The main card is the Bantamweight champ, Bantamweight Muay Thai champ, Nongo. Um, Fighting Jonathan Haggerty, that should be a really good fight. Um, Other than that, I don't know a lot of the other names on this card.
1: Yeah. um, I know uh, Halil Armar. I'm a fan of his. I'm interested to see his fight versus uh, Maurice Abiev. Should be good. Um, But yeah. I mean, a lot of these one cards, um, I'm, I'm still, it's, it's still like fun because even though I don't necessarily know a lot of the fighters that are fighting on there after the fight card, I'm always like looking for a couple of them. Exactly. Um, and this card was supposed to have the big fucking heavyweight fight,
0: the M- Malikan versus, uh, Aaron Arjun.
1: Yes, yeah. exactly. That's exact. It was supposed to be on this, on this, uh, card. I know what happened. I think the champion uh, pulled out. Um, so, you know, it is what it is. But I was I'm, I was really looking forward to this card, and I'm still looking forward to it because it's been a while since we've had a good one card. And um, not that the last one wasn't good. It was. It just seems like... God damn, so much fucking MMA happens and I'm like, okay, like you know, like just the last two weeks. It was PFL UFC. PFL UFC. Yeah. yeah I'm like where exactly. the fuck is some one at? You yeah, know?
0: I know we do we do miss the one when it's not around. So
1: yeah, so I'm really <clears> excited for this one. Uh should be a good uh good card. And that's on Friday, right? Yeah, it's gonna be on Friday, so um Bellator two ninety four. Bella um, 294 yeah. Really stoked also for on this Friday card.
0: Yeah really stoked For this card
1: Yeah you're a big Carmouche um, fan you Think she's gonna Pull it out against Bennett
0: I Yeah I mean yeah. I, I want her to Yeah I mean I think It'll be I think it'll be A tough fight I'm but. going Bennett Okay
1: Alright And then what do you Think about the heavyweights
0: um, Timothy Johnson I think is gonna Beat Saeed Salma um, I'm gonna go Salma Okay Yeah Well, we are all over the place On this well, one
1: Well I, I definitely see What you're saying And I, I was going to And then the more I thought about it The more I'm like Not I don't know man I just I don't think it's I don't think it's Going Johnson's way So
0: Got another Veteran women's fighter Sarah, Ooh, Sarah McMahon Sarah McMahon yep.
1: Yeah Yeah That will be awesome mm-hmm.
0: um, I know and McMahon Holding it down over there in Bellaton, man. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I'd probably favor Arlene though in that fight. Think so? Yeah. I mean I like Sarah McMahon, don't get me wrong, but like, you know, she's no spring chicken. Well so same, as,
0: same with Carmouche. Like I know, but she's got all the skills in the world. It's just a matter of when that when time starts yeah. to catch up with you, you know? Yeah. I
1: was gonna say analogy with flowers, but I'm gonna save it. All right. Um let's see. Uh Danny Sabatello, your favorite.
0: Danny Sabatello is he my favorite? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love that.
1: He's guy. fighting Michael Lombardo, so uh, you know these two wops should fucking have a have a good fight. Maybe I don't know. I'm yeah. not a big fan of uh, Sabatello. He had that fight against um, what's that? The other guy. I forget what his name was. The other dude beat his ass.
0: Remember? Uh no, I'm sure I blocked it out because he lost. Yeah. It was,
1: a, like, the co- the main event of a card. I don't remember. But it
0: was yeah. a good fight. No, I got Sabatello on that one.
1: Mm. <sighs> yeah. Um And, uh, oh, yeah. No, Sabatello's not fighting Lombardo. He's fighting Marcos Marcus Bueno. And yeah.
0: <clears throat> and he's going to beat him.
1: Okay. You're probably right, actually. <laughs> okay. You're probably right. Not I Lombardo, was, I, was going, I was going with Lombardo. Uh, you know, the name <laughs> just says champion.
0: <laughs> <Shut> <laughs>
1: but... <up. laughs> But okay, you're right. I mean, you're, you're
0: right. right. Those Italians—they got a great, great MMA pedigree. <laughs>
1: yeah, a great one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, and then I don't know what
0: uh, you think about. The I mean, card? Terrell Fortune um, is really the only other name I know on there, but I'm not really familiar yeah. with Sergey. Yeah. Um, so I honestly don't know if he stands a chance against that guy or not. You know, I don't. Yeah, this, Terrell's the uh,
1: collegiate wrestler. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. No, it could be good.
0: Yeah. But I think the main card will be fire. I think, I think that'll be a good, a good one to watch.
1: And BKFC. Um, okay, so BKFC uh, 38 is Friday. We already seen 39. But 38 Sweet. is Friday. <laughs> <laughs> See, and this is why we can't believe you when you say them fucking Francis and Ghana took too much money, okay? You guys can't even get your fucking card numbers right. nice right, right?
0: straight up time track shit who's man? got
1: the problem with the numbers here um all right so i'm really excited to see this fight all jokes aside uh win versus strauss this is gonna be a fucking good fight fan of both these guys um yeah I'm, I'm, i don't know what more to say i don't really have like a favorite in it i mean maybe win a little bit but like you know, I think Strauss is the actual favorite, so like it's it's all over the place.
0: And the, and he should be. And I know Strauss again because he was Bellator Bellator champion Bellator and all champ, that, yeah. Know. And so I'm not as familiar with Nguyen, but he's got he's a former champion for
1: for BKFC. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. He's got
0: a he's got more tenure in BKFC than Daniel Strauss. Does. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Which I think is probably going to give him the edge in that. That fight.
1: Probably. Um, co-main event is Bostwick versus Doolittle. Um, I know that we've seen these guys fight before. Remember, Doolittle had a knockout. In his last fight we had talked about talk, really uh, up-talked him. So, um, interested to see how this fight's going to go.
0: Barry Bostwick? Yep. No, Jake Bostwick, my man. Um, who else do we got on here? That's...
1: Oh, your boy Ricci, fucking coming off his uh, title shot, Joshua getting knocked Ricci. out. Yeah, he's fighting. Lozano.
0: Francisco Ricci, Eric Lozano. Yeah, I mean, what's
1: up with the the Johnson guy that's fighting Rodriguez? He has Down syndrome or
0: something? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I mean, it looks like they st- stuck Mark Zuckerberg's head on somebody else's body.
1: Yeah. Fuck Townsville I thought that that was a uh, fucking Justin Eilers. I was like, God damn, I thought that dude died.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> he did.
1: Okay, well I'm just making so sure it's not Eilers. <laughs> yeah, um, <coughs> Davis. Uh, we've seen him fight before. He was uh, getting a lot of push. MVP from uh, BKFC. Yeah, so he's going to be fighting again versus Morris. Should be a good card. Actually, it looks like a lot of good fights, a lot of close fights. I'm um, really interested to see this card. I was really interested to see it last month when it should have happened, and it didn't. And I so made
0: plans around you were gonna St. Go. Patrick's huh. Day. Yeah, you were going to go my there. My whole St. Patrick's Day was set around C 38. Yeah, it's a good, thing you, you, yeah, it's good thing you
1: got to sell those tickets. <laughs> so.
0: And now, uh, yeah.
1: Hollywood, Florida. Um, also, um, that is going to be Friday, but on Saturday, BKFC is having their 40th show. They're just fucking going straight for it. And, uh, it's going to be in, uh, Leeds UK. Holmes versus Christie is the main event. Should be a good card. I'm not going to fucking watch it.
0: (laughs) I mean, so it's all hometown boys, right? Which is why they're doing it. Yeah. They do. Like, BKFC does a lot of these regional.
1: They do. They do. But usually they don't, like, have their major cards as the... As those cards. Gotcha. They'll have, like, BKFC gotcha. UK or BKFC gotcha. Thailand. or gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, but, yeah, they're pretty proud of this card, I guess. Moving on, we've got... <laughs> 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 we've got uh, Fight Night, UFC Fight Night um, on Saturday. Uh, main event, Sergey Pavlige is going to decapitate Curtis Blades. You think so? Um. I think he's going to knock him out. I think he's going to put him to sleep. I don't know if he takes his head, but I think he's going to put him to sleep.
0: Um, yeah. He's think... too
1: strong. He's got enough defense to keep Blades at bay, and Blades is going to take many shots. He's going to get one right behind there, and he's going to go You down. don't
0: think Blades has the wrestling to...
1: Yeah, he does, but he's going to get knocked the fuck out.
0: Okay. All right. Um, I have... Obviously, a much higher opinion of Curtis Blades than you do. <laughs> no,
1: I like Curtis. <laughs> but I didn't mean to
0: bug him. Not that I don't. And I, and I do. I actually do think Sergey Sergey is. Um, is the next man up. People need to be worried about heavyweight. I do. Curtis yeah. Blades has been around. He's beaten a lot of good guys at heavyweight, though. He That's has. the thing. No, he has. No, like he has. has a lot of legit
1: wins. 100%. He, um, he totally is deserving of his number four spot. Like, he's fucking, he's right there. He's like that dude that you got to get through in order to get to the fucking promised land. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To yeah, be in I the do. fucking top three or whatever. You got to beat this motherfucker. Yes. You know? So, I, I'm not, I'm not, I really am not discarding him. I'm just saying, like, Sergey is like leading the charge on this new he is fucking Absolutely. class the new generation of heavyweights and fucking he's like Fedor in his prime but a cl- like more like cleaner and cut version um you know i mean probably more skilled really even let's be honest you know i mean it's about timing right well, but like he's bigger yeah no but i'm just saying yeah like just putting all the skill to putting everything together the wrestling mixing it with the striking i mean just super powerful. Yeah, I'm 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 really I yeah, I'm really I I want to
0: see I want to see what the odds start closing at because Curtis Blades has worked really hard on cleaning up his striking. Um he can strike really well. He's a fantastic wrestler. I think if he keeps it clean, I honestly think he can beat Sergey Pavlovich. Nice. I do.
1: Nice.
0: Yeah. He's going to have to keep it clean though because he you know Sergey could knock him out. Yeah. But um, this reminds me
1: of the Gerald Murshar fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the
0: shades of G- shades of GM three.
1: I am just good. I was no, no, no. You bring up a good point. You do, and I don't mean to discount him I really, I probably did, but at the same time, that's just how I feel. Um, let's talk about Brad
0: Tavares versus Bueno Silva, though. I mean, I, how, how is Brad Tavares still around? That was like my question. Like this dude has been fighting in the FC for like ten years now, man.
1: Um. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of you know.
0: And getting slept by most people usually. He has, but
1: he slept a couple. So. Yeah. I mean, what do you think
0: about versus Bruno? I think it's Bruno. I think it's Bruno's fight. I think Brad Tavares is one of those sacrificial lambs they give to the the people that they want to push at that weight class. And so I
1: think yeah I agree I think that Bruno um he's just super durable I mean he hung in there with Alex through that whole fight. The dude, you know, he could take fucking, he could take a bunch of fucking punishment and fucking still fight his way through it. So um, Brad, maybe not so much. Brad has everything that, uh, you know, he needs to knock out uh, Silva. I I think he could. I know he could. But is he going to be able to pull that trigger before Silva pulls his, you know? No. No. Um no, definitely don't think so. But really interesting matchup is uh our boy Bobby Green versus your boy uh Jared gordon jerry gordon is not my boy <laughs> oh i just thought because you know he beat your boy that that was your new boy or whatever uh, what? he lost
0: to patty Pimblet. I don't, oh I don't did he uh, yeah. i mean i, I yeah <clears> he <throat> didn't, when, he, he didn't that. win the decision but uh i mean i just checked um i just checked oh, online. Yeah, it looks yeah. like he's got a big l right next to the patty Pimblet <laughs> fight so
1: <laughs> yeah for a lot yeah exactly um oh, that's no it's a, a good one um I know.
0: Yeah, I mean, because Bobby Green's coming off a nasty knockout I know. from Drew Dober. I know, Right? But
1: um, up until he got knocked out, he was looking really good.
0: He was, he was throwing it down. Yeah. He was, he was bopping him up. But yeah. that's the thing, like...
1: <sighs> and the thing is, is that Bobby Green doesn't seem like he's that type of person that he's going to... It's not going to, like, hold him back mentally. I think that he kind of is like a free spirit. He's kind of no. just like, fuck it. You and, know? and
0: I don't think Jared Gordon's the type of guy that's going to knock out Bobby Green. But I do think he could slow the fight down, clinch him, stall him, get him on the ground. I do see him walking away with the decision.
1: No, you're right. You're right. And and I could see that too. I could see that too. hundred percent I can see it too. Um Yeah, I'm gonna go Bobby. I think he's gonna fucking yeah. put the pieces to the puzzle. I think he's gonna fucking cross his Ts and dot his eyes and fucking Yeah, should be okay. a good night. All right. So um Yeah. What about uh, the rest of the card? Anything looking uh, I real? Mean, oh, your
0: your boy. Semmelsberger, for sure. <laughs> yeah. um, I like watching Semmelsberger fight, hoping he gets the win. Um
1: Old Ronnie Yaya still in there.
0: Man, that's another one. He just, every now and then you just see Versus his name Montel pop up. Montel Jackson. Like,
1: I got Montel Jackson all day. Dude, yeah, I got I Ronnie what, by submission. You, get the fuck you think so? Ah, oh, fuck. You're probably right. That's just what he does, I know. He's dude. just so like, greasy God. even though he's all old as shit. Dude, Montel Jackson is a fucking killer. He's a young killer. I, I do like Montel. Um, yeah. I do. Um.
0: Oh, Muhammad Usman.
1: Oh, fuck. I yeah. forgot about Muhammad.
0: Yeah, is dead.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's not his dad, it's his brother. I know. <laughs> I know. Um yeah, I forgot he's he's fighting uh Taffa. Junior Taffa That Junior should Taffa. be that'd be a good fight. That'll be that'll be, that'll be yeah. some bombs will be thrown. Yeah, in exactly. Sure. Somebody'll get knocked the fuck yeah. out, hopefully. Or they'll both get real tired real quick, one of the two.
0: Well that, that will also happen. Yeah.
1: Um <laughs> Yeah, pretty good card, all things considered.
0: Yeah, I agree. That'll be that'll be a good one to tune in and watch. That should be on ESPN, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, this weekend. Um, right there. Uh that's the dude that fucking stots. That's the dude that fucking fucked up your boy. Um Ricci? The, no, the Italian dude on the other Bellator uh on the
0: Not Ricci. S- Sabatella. Oh yeah, Sabatella. Yeah. Stots is the one that fucking yeah. fucked him up. Was he yeah. beat Patrick Mix? Uh, patchy mix Patchy mix
1: Um Yeah I think so. Yeah it's gonna be a good fight But has got uh, the belt Yeah Um Yeah it's the Tournament championship And You know Stotts is 19 and 1 Patchy's 17 and 1
0: lot on the line I'm You know I, I might be going patchy
1: Yeah Yeah it'd be a good fight uh, Lane McFarlane She's uh, fighting Also in the co-main event um, Let's just talk about this real quick Well, no, let's finish the card And then we'll talk about it I want to talk about Hawaii Okay, We're gonna, we'll are gonna get into Hawaii but Hawaii let's just, Yeah, okay. we'll just move on Anyways um, Aaron Pico The fucking prospect Is um it, Does he fighting. still count
0: as a prospect?
1: I mean, he's got Considerable name value And because of that how many
0: losses before you know a prospect anymore. Uh
1: maybe one more.
0: Maybe one more. <laughs> okay, one more. <laughs> got one more, buddy.
1: Yeah, I mean he's uh. he's you know, third on the card from down he gets another win here, maybe a couple more wins, you know, fucking. Okay. Uh Ray Borg versus Horaguchi. God damn, that fucking thing is sleeping on the fucking yeah. card. Jesus yeah. Christ. Ray Borg Didn't and realize Horiguchi. that was going to be there. Like holy That's awesome. shit. That's
0: awesome. Yeah.
1: Um yeah, uh I got Horaguchi. I think Horiguchi, fucking, you know, I don't know. It's gonna be a good fight, but I, I definitely think Horiguchi is gonna be able to pull it out. So, um, Yancy Medeiros, damn, it's looking like an old fucking UFC card now. No uh, kidding. Yeah. Um Yancy Medeiros. I always liked Yancy. I didn't realize uh, he was Larry. in Bellator. Yeah.
0: Well, I'll be rooting for Yancey for sure.
1: Um. Yeah. What about the rest of it? Anything jumping out to you?
0: No, I think the main card's got all the names. Um, I'm sure there'll be some good fights. and We'll know names later, but
1: yeah, should be a good card. Um, I'm don't really miss s- that fucking card. Okay? Yeah, I'm no. gonna be honest with you. It, it see the thing is, it's always hard. There's so many fights this weekend and next weekend. This card could be the fucking right. top fight. At, well. Right. It's, I mean, I don't know. That BKFC card in Colorado is looking pretty sick, but I'm just saying.
0: And it's BKFC.
1: Yeah, but you never know. So don't fucking sleep on it. That's all I'm gonna say. This card has a lot of potential. Moving on to that, it is BKFC 41 from Colorado. There you
0: N- go. Next
1: weekend. This is the fucking. <coughs> this is the big one. This is the big card. This is this is the big boy. The, usually they have Knucklemania. Is their big card? This card's bigger than Knucklemania. Bigger than a hundred percent. Uh, Just the names alone. Yeah, we have uh, Perry versus Rockhold, main event. Yeah. Fucking...
0: Yeah, and... and We've already talked about it. At light heavyweight, too, which is... It's so funny, because Perry was fighting at 170 in the UFC. Yeah. And I know he's given up height and reach on Rockhold, but... I think Rockhold is too chinny. I don't think he throws hands very well. I My, think he's a kicker. You're, in... Yeah, no, I agree
1: 100%. My only worry is because it's at light heavyweight that Perry doesn't take it seriously.
0: That could totally be. Yeah. That could totally be. I yeah. mean, how serious do you think Rockhold's taking it, though?
1: I think he's taking it pretty serious. Okay. I, think, I, I think he's taking it as serious as he would take it, like, you know, he supposedly took that Costa fight serious, and he looked like shit in that fight. So As I think cardio did. So for yeah, sure. so yeah. I think so. You're asking me how serious it takes. I think he's gonna take it serious. How does that translate into his performance? I, I don't know.
0: Well, he should have better cardio striking than he did trying to wrestle Costa. Costa's just such a big dude. Like I can see yeah. anybody wearing getting worn out trying to wrestle that guy.
1: Yeah, no, you're right. Um, and then Chad Mendez versus Alvarez.
0: Yeah, dude. Eddie. Yeah.
1: I'm really excited to see that fight. What do you think?
0: I want Eddie to win. But I do think because he's got a lot more mileage, Mendez is probably going to take it. Do you? I do. I want Alvarez to win, though. Yeah.
1: No, uh, Eddie's going to win the fight. Okay. He's going to beat up Mendez. He's going to be too. um, (coughs) I think he's going to be just too rangy for Mendez I don't think he's gonna get caught with anything big for Mendez and if he does he's gonna be able to take it and survive it I think he's gonna hurt Mendez and I think he's gonna win the decision and I think Mendez is gonna retire
0: oh wow, is what wow. I wow. Happen. that's a very very specific prediction ace um all right I am writing that down, so when I'm watching this, I can be like, no, you were wrong, man. You were wrong, (laughs) motherfucker. Yeah.
1: I know. I just hope I'm not right, because if I start being right, then they're going to be like, all right, who the fuck else is he (laughs) going? All
0: right.
1: Um, Then we also have Beck Rawlings versus uh, The Champ. Um,
0: I don't know The Champ. Um, I like Beck Rawlings, but um, I mean, yeah. Six and one, all at beat. Yeah, all at Win, I mean, wins
1: over Bretton Hart, and a couple wins over Bretton Hart, yeah. She's fucking, she's one tough
0: lady. Isn't that, isn't Hart who Rawlings just beat to get the title shot? Wasn't that who just fought? Wasn't it Rawlings and Hart?
1: Yeah, but I think Hart won that.
0: Oh, but she still gets the title shot, okay. Well,
1: she has name value, and um, Hart already fought. Christine and lost. Yeah. She bought her again and lost. So... Well,
0: Frawlings can't be heart. Heart can't beat. No, because that's that fucking math that, that never makes sense. Math. That BKFC not That makes no sense. MMA math doesn't nope. work, but BKFC math does.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, but, <laughs> but, the one that we haven't talked about is motherfucking Kamosi is fighting on this Chris motherfucker. Chris Yeah. This fucking guy, Yeah, dude. so fucking Kamosi is fighting his second fight on this card. Obviously, it's in Colorado. Um, spoon or spun or whatever, he's gonna get fucking he's gonna get murdered. It's gonna happen.
0: Oh, you think so? Oh yeah. I don't know man. Yeah. I've never been in I it's never thought happen. Chris Camozzi really had a whole lot. He um, looked
1: really good in his last fight. He had some he had some good fights in in the UFC um, he's had some other good fights And some other promotions He's had some knockouts Is what he's had Didn't, didn't and he then, end up
0: taking like Three short notice fights Against Jacare And having to fight him Like three times in a row Or something like that
1: I don't know I know he did at least once And he didn't look terrible In that fight Yeah he ended up getting submitted But I mean it's fucking fucking Jacare You know yeah. He still was throwing um, Yeah Really excited to see that um, Then we got Fucking Old Brendan Gritz um, Also Fighting on this card um against Torres our boy yeah yeah so uh yeah what do you think about that
0: I like both those guys it's tough for me to pick a winner between those two um but the head says Torres though
1: yeah probably you're probably right yeah and a lot of other good fights on the card but should be fucking stacked yeah Um, I'm stuck for that one April
0: 29th I'll be I'll be watching that one for sure
1: super excited Alright. Now we get to UFC fight night April twenty ninth song versus Simon. Simon says it was supposed to be.
0: I forgot who it was supposed to be. I don't know <laughs> we and I know we just talked about it and I know, know why I can't remember, but I feel like this card has been through some shit, man. Um Yeah.
1: It was uh, it was supposed to be uh Sarukian. That's versus right. Moicano. Versus Moikano. Yeah.
0: And then Moicano pulled out. They didn't mm-hmm. find a replacement for Sarukian, um, so they just
1: bumped everybody up, and this is the main event.
0: So what's left then? Um, um
1: not a lot. I mean, <sighs> some interesting fights. Let's be honest, some interesting fights. Uh, you know, Waldo Cortez Acosta versus Marcos Rogério Lima. That should be a good one.
0: That'll be a good one. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um. Yeah. The main event definitely interested to see how that fight plays out. Number eight versus number 10, you know, either of those guys could, uh, um, yeah. with a win, especially over if it's a, you know, spectacular win, they could rocket themselves up to the top five. So.
0: Right. Um, Michael, Alex, however whoever you want to pronounce his last name. Um, I think he'll beat Chow.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. I remember, um, I remember watching both of these guys fight before um, that uh, Mikhail Oslenchek yeah um, oh yeah he fought Alvi and Alvi had a really bad performance against them oh he got oh he knocked him out
0: mm-hmm. and then <clears throat> he beat Brundage.
1: Yeah, he beat Brundage, too. Um, Jacoby beat him.
0: Yeah. decision. Yeah, well, we were high on Jacoby before the Azumar fight. I mean...
1: I mean, I I still am. I I just... The guy, you know, he fought in MMA, and then he went and fought in kickboxing, and he fought in glory, and he fought... He had a whole career in glory, and then he came back. We're not talking about Jacoby. I'm just saying. Still still a fan. Not counting him out. Right. Um, In this fight... Yeah, I would definitely favor Mikel. He's got fucking really nasty kicks. Yeah. Really, really nasty yeah. kicks is what I remember. Um, yeah. And Chow's a good grappler, but uh, yeah, he's going to get fucking kicked. So.
0: I don't. Th- I, yeah, I just don't think he's going to be able to get it to the ground, and I think he's going to end up losing the decision.
1: Yeah. And then Cody Brendage also yep. fighting. Rodolfo Vieira, yeah.
0: another decent fighter. I mean, yeah. a couple of good middleweight names. Yeah.
1: Yeah, no, uh, you know, Jake Collar <laughs> fighting, uh, Martin Bundy. So, uh, Julian Arosa yep. fucking fighting on the card. That's going to be fucking
0: sick. Fernando Anopadilla.
1: Yeah, that should be a good fight. Um, yeah, so there, there is some fights that could be good on the card. Um, Brian Kelleher fighting on the, really on the card. So, yeah, definitely, um, like a, what, more technical uh good matchup type card you know something to fill out um get ready for because the weekend after this fucking it's gonna be double stack okay yeah double pack so this is a good like little breather still get some fights but nothing really like you know too over the top right kind of build up the momentum for next weekend so um, but we're not done because Ryzen also has a card coming up um, on so, the thirtieth. Yeah, yep. what's up
0: with the landmark cards? What does that mean? Is that mean it's somewhere?
1: I like how you ask me. Like you think I know? I don't. Think I, I
0: just know. you're like the resident Ryzen <laughs> <laughs> expert. You know what I mean?
1: Um, to be fair, I think that they're probably uh, you know either partner partnering with somebody gotcha. um, to create these cards, or they're having these cards for some sort of marketing purpose there in japan right you know what i'm saying yeah um doesn't really translate well to the rest of the world as far as what what makes a difference between a landmark show and not a landmark show okay um in this one um there is definitely going to be some interesting fights um we have johnny case uh taking on ali abduka Havakov. I don't know, but should he be guess, a good, fight. good uh, fight. Yeah, Johnny Johnny Case, uh, really interested to see uh, his fight. Also, uh, Luis Gustavo taking on Takata. That should be a good fight. Yeah, um, yeah. so there will definitely be some fights that are, you know, um, interested. There is a uh, featherweight world title. Um, maybe not a shot, but the champion is going to be fighting. In the main event, so should be good. Um, I was really impressed the last time had yeah. a card. I wasn't expecting shit, and it was the best card of the weekend. So yeah, um, yeah, fucking don't sleep. And then we get to boxing. So this is a big fight. We don't cover a lot of boxing here. Why? Because a lot of boxing isn't worth being covered. Not to be assholes, just the sport is fucking yep. on its fucking last leg. <laughs> um, you know, so it's it is what it is. But. This is a fight definitely worth talking about. We have Javante Tank Davis versus Ryan Garcia. Um, Super fucking stoked to see this fight. Um, You know, I I don't know. I I could go on and on about this fight. Really interested to see how it plays out. Um, Ryan Garcia, super fast starter. Javante Davis, uh, super uh, speedy and skilled at working, um, you know, um in the close range and um, staying in and out of the box and so I just
0: No, this is a great matchup. I'm, this is one really of those matchups yeah. you're happy to get when when both fighters are in their prime. Yeah. You know, it's yeah Yeah, you're definitely happy to see this. There's there's not gonna be any losers, I don't mm-hmm. think. I think it's gonna be a great fight. I think the viewers are gonna win. Mm-hmm. Um I kinda wanna lead towards Javante Davis. Um, yeah, no, I think that I think that makes total sense. I think that he's
1: probably the favorite, but not by much. I mean, it's a really like pick'em style and it, and it of fight,
0: right? And it shouldn't be by much. <clears throat> I just feel like he's got a little bit of the edge in power, and yeah. I think as the fight goes on, that's gonna. Hundred percent, I do too. I think. I kind of get the feeling
1: like Ryan Garcia is going to knock him out in like the first or second round. I get this feeling like he's just going to like he has something planned. That oh, he's going to fucking capitalize on this dude believes in himself to a fucking level that I have never fucking seen before. I've been watching fighting for fucking how many fucking years. Okay. Yeah. This dude literally fucking the way he talks about this fight. He talks about himself all the rest of it. It's not like any kind of comic stuff like dude believes 100% himself. Um, there was this whole thing that Javante And his people called up Ryan and was like, yo, let's bet the entire, your entire, uh, car, your entire payout on the card. Like you put up your money, I'll put up my money, we'll sign a special contract, whoever wins gets all the money. And Garcia was like, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Both of us, let's do it.
0: Wow. And
1: fucking, yeah. And so as much as... Gervonta is the favorite, it is a close fight, and Ryan believes in himself uh, 100%, and so when you see something like that, it's like, the dude went on Mike Tyson's podcast and was like, I'm gonna knock him the fuck out, it was literally like, I'm gonna knock him out, I'm gonna knock him out within the first couple rounds, I'm gonna, like, he was going off talking, and it wasn't like bolstering, like, speaking out of his ass, like, he was like, he he believes it, that's what's gonna happen, and so... Um, I'm really interested to see. I mean, and, and the thing about it is that it's possible because of their styles. They're they're like they complement each other. Like I said, like Ryan Garcia starts fast. Gervonta usually right. takes his time, right. and then as it gets to the end, that's when he starts to put on the power. Um, Ryan's really good at the range, whereas uh, Gervonta's really good at staying up and close and 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 working in the inside. And so it's like I'm really and the fact that they both. You know, really believe in each other uh or believe in themselves to this level. Um, It's like, yeah, I, I'm I'm expecting nothing less than fireworks for this. So.
0: No, I'm I'm sold. I'm I'm even more excited now. I I still have a hard time picking against Jeronte Davis. Yeah, but I, it's, it's really interesting what you said about Garcia. That's I mean, I'm kind of even more intrigued now than I was before.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm telling you, like, if this dude doesn't believe in himself, this is some of the best, like. There's a whole nother level of fucking talking on the mic, like talking well, what, like no, confidence what, and stuff like like and it's not like it's not like, oh, I'm going to fucking murder him and blah, blah, like none of that shit. Like the dude
0: is just like, you know, no, that's that's why I believe you. And that's why I'm putting so much stock in it, because me and you, we hear fighters every week say that exact same thing they, they do. And, you know that to be in this business, you have to say that. Yeah. So for you to actually see something else, when you hear this kid say these words, it's like,
1: yeah. And then later on, they're like, I "I was fucking scared. I was fucking scared. Yeah. Of course (laughs) you were fucking scared. You're going to go take, get in your underwear and fight another fucking (laughs) man in a (laughs) fucking cage. Like, yeah. Or or, or another, another, yeah. Another woman or whatever. You're going to fight somebody else in a fucking cage in underwear. Like, yeah. In front of fucking everybody and their fucking (laughs) mothers. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So I bet. Um, but yeah, no, I'm really excited. And, I'll be honest with you, I don't really know anybody else that's on the card. There's probably some other good names on here. Um, Diggs would let me know, but I just, I really only care about that. For yeah, me, so. yeah, me too. Well, that's that.
0: Did we make it through the preview? We fucking powered right, through that shit. You guys pick and choose your cards wisely these next couple weeks.
1: So, get at us, send your questions, scrapcast at Yahoo. Dot com That's right We still fuck with the Yahoo <laughs> We these fucking MMA dinosaurs over here So uh Send your questions We appreciate everybody Who sent their questions uh, You know For this week Um And yeah We've we got a lot of good fights So we'll uh Catch up on the flip side When we come back It's gonna be a fucking yep. Preview show For the fucking yep. For next weekend's fights Or for the weekend That comes up Fights for the next Couple weekends fights It's gonna be a big Fucking show So don't 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 worry yourselves. All right? Yeah,
0: no, we got some, we got some bonus shit for that next show too. So
1: don't miss it. Scrapcast. Yeah, yeah. This
0: has been Scrapcast. Fuck around and
1: find out.